the mother of all talk shows with George Galloway on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. One man's ending is another man's beginning. One door opens, oh. another closes, and all that. And you've got the treat Come on. of flipping Kath and the great Ian Lee coming up next. Bless Ian. you, George. I, I, I feel weird. This is the new, for those going, well, hang on a minute. This is still George's time. What's this idiot doing? We switch off at 10. It's a new company policy. Neither George nor I have gone, hey, let's, let's, let me come in at the end of your show and do a song. It's what we have to do. We are contractually we're, obliged. Uh, we're, we've even got to drink our tea out of a talk radio mug. Hey, look at that. That's outrageous. Yeah, yeah. my, my, my uh, Yorkshire tea mug, which I loved for all these years, <laughs> has been confiscated. Did they not let you, really? No, it's confiscated. This is incredible. Yep. But, sh but shame on you for getting sucked into the corporate bullshine. You should be sticking two fingers up at the man, George. That's what I expect. Maybe a paper cup, yeah. There we go. You all right? How's it going? Uh, so, what have you got? Yeah, I'm I, fine. I, do you know, I don't, I don't know. It's Friday. Um, oh, I've left my bit of paper next door. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling a bit weird this week, George. I'm not feeling very well. So we'll just see what happens. And, you know, it's Friday. Let's just open the phone lines. It's been a snow day. So everyone, I think, yeah. is feeling a bit discombobulated. I'm driving, to, I'm driving to Manchester first thing in the morning. Oh, mate. Uh, just before the sun comes up. And I'm worried about the roads. What's the forecast but for tonight? I, I, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's mainly, the bad weather is mainly in the east and in, and in the southwest. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of people getting it bad tonight. Yeah. But, Luckily, M1, M6 should be okay. Well, the, the motorways will be fine. It's yeah. when you come off there. Just go slow. I, I, driving home, I live near Aylesbury now, and driving driving there, 50 mile an hour roads down, you have to drive at 20, you know, and even then it was still skidding all over the place. So you're just going to be free form tonight. That's when you're at your best, you come, know. Thank you, George. I appreciate uh, and, that. And all you need is the right caller. To set you off. And we're gone. Uh, <laughs> and I need Kath to uh, rein in her sarcasm. She's been a little bit rude this week. So, she? Yeah. Naughty. Outrageous behaviour. But she is terrific. She's I mean, it's a great double act, and it's all yours coming up uh, right after this. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Where the hell is Boily gone? Uh, good evening, dear listener. Late Night Alternative, Friday night. Uh, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. I think well, I know exactly where she's getting refreshments. She's uh, getting refreshments, and I kind of would like her. You can call in if you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I want to play a song, but I'm not 100 percent sure. No, I, I am 100 percent sure what song I want to play, but I want Boyle to hear it. All right, mate. So, I'm listening to this podcast that I quite like, because I finished the Chris Warburton Wake Up to Waco oh, podcast. Yeah, thing, Man alive. Honestly, he's coming on hopefully next week, maybe the week after, because next week we've got quite a few guests. Um, Chris Warburton from Five Live, and it's a podcast made by Five Live about, the, about Waco, but it's about the 29 British people that went to Waco, 26 of whom I think died. I think three survived, I think. Um, so it's only eight episodes. It's about four hours. I thoroughly recommend doing your homework this weekend and listening to it. It's great. It's great. It's kind of got a slight John Ronson type vibe to it. Is that kind of kind of you know? Yeah, I think so. Storytelling, and it tells you a story that you haven't heard before, yeah. which is about how the people that ended up there were not all whack jobs. Yeah, they what? were loved they whack jobs. They were loved wow. members of families. They were sisters. They were brothers. They were people whose I mean, one of them, the, one of the heroes of it, the dad who goes over and tries to get his kids to come home. Incredible. He goes over to get his daughter to come home, spoiler alert, and she won't. So he goes back home and, and then like about a month later, he, his wife calls him upstairs and says, yeah, me and the other two kids are going out there. Tomorrow. Yeah, to join. Sorry, what? 
It's incredible. Really good podcast. So that has finished. There's no new um, Tim Heidecker office hours. There's no new clones cast. Keeping the girl had the day off. Yes. Well, they've, they've got. I'm having the life off of those losers. Oh. Scumbags. Um, so there's a podcast I've been kind of dipping in and out of called Cocaine and Rhinestones. And it's about country music, uh-huh. right? It's a little bit dry for me. It's a little bit dry. I've been listening to an absolute belter. Oh, yeah, go on. Finding Cleo. Okay. It's wonderful. Oh, this sounds horrendous. You were telling me about this the other day. Go on. It does sound horrendous, but actually it's really uplifting as well. Um, Okay, so uh, Canada, 1960s and slightly before, there was a kind of concerted effort to get uh, native Canadian, you know, First Nation, what they were calling back then Indians, um, off the reservations and into quote-unquote nice white families. Um, and this podcast focuses on one family in particular where I think there are six kids. They all get put with different families mm. and one of them goes missing. Nope. And it's what happened to her. And it's the kids end up sort of 40 years on trying to find out what happened to their sister. Any good podcast recommendations, by the way, that aren't just, you know, three crazy guys shouting at each other. Jeez, <laughs> uh, they've got a point to them. Anyway, so I'm listening to this this cocaine. That sounds good, and I will check it's that out. It's brilliant. I'm listening to this cocaine and rhinestones, and I'm being very selective about the episodes because a lot of them are about like old country from sort of the 40s and 50s. It don't really interest me. But so I'm listening to one today about Bobby Gentry. Right. And don't really know much about Bobby Gentry. I know she did a, an album with Glenn Campbell. Of course, um, the Billy Joe. What's that song called? Ballad of Billy Joe. Ballad. You know that one? Mm-hmm, yeah. That's a song. That's a song. But then he goes on to, to talk about her second album. And, he, and the, guy, the guy doing it says, it's um, 1968. It's, it's like Sergeant Pepper. If Sergeant Pepper fought for the Confederacy, then this is what the album would sound like. And they go and play some little snappets. Snappets. Snappets snap from it, right? And it is... The fr- it's the weirdest sound ever. It's like, again, he describes it like as if Broadway. He said it's not country, but as if Broadway were doing a pastiche of psychedelic country. Then this is what the album sounds like. It's weird. So I'm going to play a song from. Uh, it's called. Is it called Delta Suite? It's called the Delta Suite by Bobby Gentry. It's a song called Reunion. Right. This song is insane. And it's Bobby Gentry. So. This is the opening of the show, 0344 499 Mark, you'll be the first call. Have a little listen to this. Turn these microphones off, please, Matthew. Mama, can I hunt? Mama, can I hunt? Can I, Mama, won't you please let me? Mama, can I hunt? That's the sweetest little dress, Sally. Where'd you get the pattern? Made me one just like it out of yellow dotted Swiss. Yes, I guess we got the earliest garden in the county. Been eating strawberries all week, snapping green beans. Too bad about your boy. Mama, make Willie quit pulling at my hair. Mama, ouch, ouch, Mama, just make Willie quit it. Tommy, if you don't put down that stick, I'm gonna wear you out with it, boy. Be quick. Come quick, Sammy Jean stuck a finger in the coke bottle. Can't get it out, cause it's stuck, stuck, stuck. Now I told you my mama didn't. 
didn't raise no fools I can do anything if I got the right tool Mama can I hunt, mama can I hunt, huh? Can I mama, won't you please let me mama can I hunt The crop's been failing all the show is dry You'd think that they'd get a sprinkle by and by Gonna tear you up, girl, gonna get a switch Better tell me your cousin that you're sorry that you hit her If I told you once in a thousand times We'd ask your uncle for nickels and dimes Mama make me quick, pulling that back Isn't that nuts? It, uh, it's nuts, isn't it? Bobby Gentry, it's her second album. Huge hit with, uh, Ode to Billy Joe, which is not, not the Beatles off number one in the States. And then she comes out with this experimental album. Now, here's the thing. Mark, I will come to your promise. And here's the thing. And it, it took me along a little tiny train of thought, right? First of all, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. But I think it's brilliant. I don't know what it is, but I think it's brilliant. And it's insane. The brass is what does it for me. And I was thinking, part of the reason why it's so nuts, right, is because it's a woman doing it. Now, if... Th- we're all used to, like, blokes... Beatles being the prime example, doing slightly out there. I mean, that's not the weirdest bit. Of, it's not the weirdest song I've ever heard by a long way, right? But it's out there. It's a bit yeah. out there. But we're all used to to men doing slightly out there songs. You know, the Beatles start off as a pop group, and then they, they end up doing "I Am the Walrus" and stuff like that. Well, and, and no also, one really blinks an eye, bats an eyelid at it. Yeah. Also, let's think about the massive, long, indulgent drum or guitar solos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's blokes' work, isn't it? And it got me thinking, right? That I and this is. This is down to two, one of two, or both reasons, right? I couldn't think off the top of my head, and if I were to sit and think about it, I could could a bit. But I can't think of any women, certainly can't think of very many female groups, but I can't think of any women, Joni Mitchell, maybe, kind of more jazz, but that have had like a nice little pop career and then gone into avant-garde and, and not only then gone into avant-garde i'm going to give it two factors have gone into avant-garde slightly like that but then been applauded for it as well kate bush tori amos kate bush and tori amos boom okay we've got two we've got two but they always started out they were they always out a certain way but they have been lauded for being kind of eccentrics are they well, eccentrics no, no. But tori they, amos not... hasn't though tori amos has to a certain extent but she's always been classed as a kate bush ripoff 
Yeah, a bit. So, Which so is she's unfair. But we, so you can't have you can't have two women at the piano because you're. But yet, you know, you, well, I was about to, well, I was about to say Gary Barlow hasn't been labelled as a Nelton John ripoff. Actually, he has. You, <laughs> but you get men at pianos, and it's not yeah. oh, it's just Nelton John ripoff. Yeah, you know, Billy Joel. So the, Billy Joel. So Billy Joel's playing Wembley Stadium. I'm sh- I'm sure. Like eight years ago, Billy Joel was playing the Hammersmith Odeon. I'm sure he was. Here's another thing. I like Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. I'm not going to go to Wembley Stadium to see him or the Who. Sorry, guys, you just lost a ticket. Um, I'm sure they got it. Am I right? Was Billy Joel playing Hammersmith Odeon about eight years ago? I saw it and thought I should buy a ticket for that, but I don't really like Billy Joel enough. But Billy Joel at Hammersmith Odeon. My- anyway, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Go on. D- Dusty Springfield a bit. No, not avant garde. Not no. With what? Well, the stuff she did, right, because she was very, um, she was very white bread for a long time, yeah. right? Yeah, and she went a bit black no, by not... going to Memphis. No, but she went to Memphis and used the kind of the black musicians. Which that... was extraordinary for them. Yeah, yeah. And then the stuff with the Pet Shop Boys. So kind of, that's experimental for those, for the very neat box she was in. <laughs> Okay, but interesting that it had to be facilitated by two men. Yeah, true. Not done as an independent venture. Whereas, from what I gather, Bobby Gentry did this second album. First song was a you know, huge a surprise hit that no one expected. I might play it later on because it's such a weird song, man. Um, that suddenly she's actually she's given quite a lot of money and quite uh, and and creative control over an album that turned out to be a flop. The second one, but I'm I'm going to get a copy of it. Um, and then it got me thinking, right. And we were talking about classical music the other day. Why are there no... And I, actually, I'm sure we can come up with a, a couple of legitimate reasons. But why are there no famous female composers, women composers? Right, if you're into the world of classical music, there probably are, right? But, but you, you, you say classical composers, you think Beethoven, Chopin, um, Brahms, uh, the, the, Vaughan Williams, Haydn, all these wow. people. You don't instantly name women. And I guess it's partly because women were probably not afforded the same opportunities to go to music school or, you know... you know. Th- th- no, because Mozart's sister before him, she was a child prodigy too. Right. She was wonderful, but she got to a certain age where it was decided that she'd be better off getting married off to someone rich because right. that was no way for there a woman go, to live. There you go, you see. Right. So I guess there's that. But then I guess maybe, maybe like, at the same time as Beethoven, there was a woman doing it as well who was coming up with songs... Songs... Tunes. Were, you know, knocking out, banging out a few tunes on the old Joanna that were as good, if not better, than Beethoven's. But society, history, in its very, you know, written by men, that just kind of got ignored or forgotten about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just struck me as very odd. The two thoughts that I can't think of any female pop stars, you've come up with a couple, that, that, that did some pop songs and then went, you know what, I'm going to chance my arm and do something a little bit out there. What, what, I was just thinking, Madonna. It, it, got cr- it got crackers for a while. It got very sexual. Mm-hmm. But where did it get crackers? I don't know her catalogue well enough to, to yeah, have a robust it, it did, development it did. Uh, argument. So she did the kind of pop, pop princess thing for a while. And then yeah, it got very it got very sexual. But that again, you've got to remember, we're used to it now. I yep. mean, I've seen virtually all of Rihanna apart from the X rays, but Madonna mm. was the first one to start doing that. Sally suggests two, one of which I will half buy. She says Yoko Ono. I'm not buying that because she never started out as a pop star. She mm. was always a performance artist. Bjork, uh, but she kind of but the Sugar Cubes was the band she was in. The popularity thing was 
accidental, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Bjork, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you Bjork. Yeah. I'll give you Bjork. I will give you Bjork. I will not accept an Ono in this list. Uh, so there's that, and there's also, and uh, you know, if you are schooled in classical music, I would genuinely, I'd love to know, are there, are there no women classical composers, or are, is there like a whole secret history of them that we don't know about? It just, it just struck me as odd. Oh, right, it's all blokes. I mean, of course it's all blokes, but the history is all blokes. We know that. But it just struck me that... I am guessing that the sort of woman who would have been capable of that was probably restricted by society in how much leisure time she was That's allowed to think. give to it. That's what I would think. Um, 0344 499 is the phone number. Mark, stay there. You're going to be... We're, I swear to God, Mark, we're coming to you straight after this break. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, Mark, 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 Mark. Hello. Hello, Mark. What can we do for you this evening? Two questions for you. Okay, and you may get two answers. You may get less, you may even get more. Let's see what happens. So, what was the newsreader at the top of the hour called? David Dom. See, when he said it, I thought he said David Dom. He does sound like he's saying David Dong because he's got I, an accent. I think he sounds like David Dong. Oh, Catherine. No, I thought that's, it was Dong. That's, that's beneath you. It's not, that, it's not the lad from Bolton. He's still got an David accent. David Dom, he's not got an accent. He's, he's got an accent. No, he hasn't. He's got an accent. Nah. Yes, he has. Well, you, do, 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 he has got a bit of an accent. He's got an accent, Mark. Well, he has compared to you. Well, where is he from? He's a southern, just southern. He's, a, he's just southern? Mm. Imagine he's if just someone southern. asked me, where's Catherine? Went, oh, she's just northern. You do say that. No, I don't. I say you're from... I say you're a Manchester. And you're then you Manchester, do the voice. You're a Manchester lass. <laughs> they used to play... Uh, Dad used to play bass in the Soap Dragons. No, he never. Aye. <laughs> and uh, uh, Ma, you know the song All Together Now by the Farm? That's about uh, Ma. Peter Hooton. <laughs> Peter Hooton from the farm used to go, used to call her uh, Ma. There's rumours that Peter Hooton from the farm might be her dad. That's not true. But my dad did go to the same school as Hooky and... Um, you know, the others from uh, New Order. Bernard Sumner. Yeah, Bernard Sumner. Bernard Sumner. Yeah. And the, and the other lad. And Albert Finney. Albert Finney. Albert Finney was not in New Order. What a stupid thing to say. He would have been. Question number one has been answered, Mark. And Next. you've got plenty of informaziano. I'm looking forward to the second one. So, I've been asked to do a little online radio show, which I used to do when I was younger. Okay. What would be your, like, top tip of being a radio presenter? I don't know. Okay. No, How'd you be a radio presenter, Ian? I'm not going to be. A, no, I'm not going to give a flippant answer. I'm going to give a serious answer. I've got an answer. Go on. Don't try. On, and, don't try and be a radio presenter. That is what I was thinking. Yeah, because people that are trying to be radio presenters sound awful. <laughs> no, and I also don't like to read scripts. Boom. Right. Here's the thing. Who, Write yourself some bullet points. Here's the thing. Have you been uh-huh. given? Um, Forget bullet points, they're for losers. Have you been given... You've got bullet points. Those aren't bullet points. Yes, they are. They, no, they're not. There's they're, a dash they're, next they're, to they're some, not, some words. They're not bullet points. They're, they're, they're totally bullet points. They're reminders. OK, well, call it what you want, but you're writing those down. Yeah, they're not bullet points. They're reminders, and I will read them to you. Travelling tips. Patty Hurst. This is this is the show, right? This is the show. They sound like bullet points to me, Mark. They're I don't not, know about you. He's got a little dash next right, to each one. This is the show. This is the show. Travelling tips. 
Patty Hurst, Jeremy Harday, Hardy, Snow Day, <coughs> Gentleman's Guilt, and No Female Composers. What a so show. You could, put a bullet, you could put a bullet point in front of them, and they're like, yeah... It's not bullet points. It's totally just, bullet points. It's not. They're not bullet it's points. You just. You just done bullet points. I don't mate. think you know what bullet points are. Okay, you're gonna. You're gonna explain bullet points. No, I'm to not me, going to you? because you. You won't listen to me. You're, you've got your own fixed agenda. You're um, like the Ramonas. You've got your own fixed agenda. By the way, by like the Ramonas, the way, right? By the way, I just came up with an idea for a band. It's called the Ramonas, right? It's like the Ramones. And, Shut up! I'm doing the joke. I just made it up. <laughs> and uh, basically, they play um, songs about leave. They play songs about wanting to stay in Europe, but um, they all last about ninety seconds long, and they're very fast. Well, Good one, mate. I, w- I wish I was I'm not shaking that hand because that hand is <laughs> Mark. You have you have really really put a cat in a hornet's nest tonight with your your questions. And I've got one more. Can you I said there were two. two. I wrote well, down. I've just seen something on Twitter. No, sorry, Mark. You said two. Uh, we we have to take your first answer. That was two. Um, you can call in again if you want to ask the third one, but that's your problem. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, David. Hey, mate, you are you? That's none of your business. Yeah, yeah, that's... All right, it's not. <laughs> uh, I was just tweeting about, about women and new composers. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that, you know, women, women have been suppressed o- over the years. I think ev- even today, um, they're still being suppressed. Like, the word woman's been trying to be took over by W-O-M-X. And I think transgenders are trying to take over the role of women. Oh, don't talk uh, balls. Hang on, let's, let's, let's address... The, you, you spouted two massive piles of bullshit there. Let's, let's pick... Pa- I'll pick pile number one. What is this WOMX? Yeah. What is that? W-O-M-X. Yes, uh, yes. I can spell it. What is it? I've not heard of it. Um, it's what we've tried changing the word woman to in Who? some universities. No, they're not. Tran- tran- yeah, no, no, they're not. No one's, no one's trying to change the word woman to WOMX, trust me. And guess what? You can still, you can still, you can still say Christmas in Birmingham. Can you? Yes, you can say Christmas in Birmingham. Right, I never knew that. Yeah, you can. You can. Despi- really? Despite what you might have read. I don't can- know you can. I, I, I'm not a racist enough in... I didn't, uh, I didn't say you were racist. And, and, why and, did you bring and, and, that? And why, did you, why did you bring racism up? I didn't say you were racist. You said you could still say Christmas in Birmingham. Why, yeah. why would you say that? Because you're obviously reading a headline in a newspaper that, that's complete nonsense and believing it. No. It's, Where it's, did, oh, sorry. Well, OK, you've been, you've been to these universities. Which universities did you go to and how did they explain it, it to it, you? It's common knowledge, Ian. No, it's not. It it's literally, it's literally not common knowledge. Well, you can look it up and you. No, I'm not going it. to. You, you, fo- no, you, you will find it. Yeah. No, I won't. You tell me where you found it, because I've not. I, I, I know quite a lot of common knowledge, and I've not heard this rubbish before. So, where did you find it? Ian, I've seen it on on the actual news. On the actual news, which news? Yeah. Which news? Well, I don't. Know, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. It was a long it was, it was time long, ago. Months ago, yeah. You, uh, what, ch- what channel? What, 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 what website? What news source? Pardon. What news source did you get this this uh, uh, this from? I don't know. I think it might have been Sky, actually. Right. Okay. And yeah. what was the what was the story? Uh, it was just uh, um, transgenders in in. So it's tra- ah, ah, so the first this, the WOMEX is connected with transgenders. Yeah. You didn't say that. Okay. So give us the story. Go on. Like, this yeah. is going to be fun. Go on. 
No, just wanted to change the word woman. So instead of writing W O M A N, write W O M X N. And what's wrong with them writing W O M X if they want to label themselves as W O M X? Because it's stealing the word woman from women. No, it's not. It's not. If yes, someone, it is. no, it's not. Yes, uh, it is. If you, if, if you, listen. If you stop, just I don't, I don't, I don't see transgender women trying to say M X N. Well, because that's yeah, trying, trying to steal. Because that means that, that means the Manchester Arena, and that's stupid, right? So, what is what is the problem? If if I wanted to label myself W O M X, what what? Yeah. How would that be stealing the word woman away from women? Because it is. Because it's no, like don't just say it is. It, tell me it's how. Kind of abolishing the word woman. No. How is it? How is someone labelling themselves with one word abolishing the word woman? Are these transgenders, as you call them, are they going they around? Are, I call them. They are transgenders, aren't they? Okay, if that's what you call them. Are they going around saying yeah. that women aren't allowed to use the term women? Uh, yeah. You had to you had to think you had to think about that almost as if you knew that they weren't and you had to say yes otherwise your story's got no validity validity they are so 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 you've you've just you've literally just remembered that okay all right I've got another point no 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 let's let's this let's do this first point how do you feel about about transvestites coming into libraries to read children's books to to children. It was a, with, it was without, a drag queen with, without a, their it, parents' permission and nothing. That's I think. Well, first of all, no one's. You don't let kids. You don't. Who lets? Who let? What? Like eight, eight, seven-year-old kids? Yeah, five, yeah. six, seven. Okay, yeah. so their parents would be with them. No, the parents weren't with them. No. Well, who? who yeah, it, was, I, it was a school's choice. Right. Okay. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's wonderful and beautiful, and I'm totally up for it. Next. Not wonderful. It's about. It's, don't know if you what do you think they're going to do? What do you think they're going to do? Bugger them? What? No, what is your problem with it? No, because we're just trying to turn. Just trying to there rob them every single. No, 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 no. Let's go back to. No, 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 no. Let's go back to the word you said. They're just trying to turn them into what? Trannies. Yeah. Gays, gays, trannies, transvestites, transgenders. They're trying to turn them gay. Yes, because their minds are not made up, and they're going to David, 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 you're a bigot. You're a homophobe. I'm not a bigot. You're David. You're a bigot. You're David. You're a bigot. You're David. 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 Let me finish. Let me finish, and I'll let you come back because I'm a fair guy. Even to dickheads like you. Shut up! Shut your face! Shut up! Child, I can turn my child into a racist if I want to. You cannot change them into into a gay. You can change children into anything you want to. No, you can't. Yes, you can. You can't, mate. Young minds are not developed. Please let me please let me finish the sentence. I think the Nazis made Nazis by teaching them. How did the Nazis make Nazis? Did you say Nazis? Nazis. How did the Nazis make Nazis? Nazis. Yeah, how did the Nazis make Nazis? Yeah, by teaching them that. They they recruited young children and turned them into that. Right. Here's the thing. Let me tell you something, David. Right. Let me let me just finish. If you think if you think young children, please can I, David? Can I speak, David? David, can I speak? Can I speak on my show? Can do you mind if I speak on my show? Right. First of all, you're a bigot. You're a homophobe. I'm not a bigot. I'm not a homophobe. And you're 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 one of the thickest people I've ever met. Let me please let me finish, David. I've let you spout your bollocks. Let me spout mine. Okay. Let me give let me give you some facts. Right. You're you're one of the. What you're saying, bollocks. But you you calling it. You, you you can come back and say it afterwards, yeah, but I, okay. I had the manners to listen to you absolutely puking well, out your well, mouth hole. So let well, me well. let me give you some facts, right? Okay, you are, without a shadow of a doubt, 
one of the thickest people I've ever spoken to. And I've spoken... And, and let me finish! Let me, let me finish! Where are you getting your facts from? The, the, the fact that you think that um, by having a drag queen go and read to five-year-olds, it's going to turn yeah. them gay. Yeah. Right, that's, that's, that is one of the... Why would you want to... Please have... Children to I tell you what, I wouldn't, really, let you, I, I wouldn't let you go near my children because they'll learn ill manners off of you. You're one of the yeah, rudest yeah, people I've ever spoken to. Let me finish. Yeah. Jesus, you're thick and rude. I'm not thick and rude. You're thick and you're rude. There's only one person being rude, and that's you. No, it's me. you. You won't let yes, me finish. You won't let me I finish. I haven't called you anything. I haven't called you yeah, thick. I'm, you're, I haven't said you're full of shit. Here's, I here's said you're the thing. Full of here's the what thing. You have to me. Can I finish? Who's rude, me or you? You, because you won't yeah. let me finish. Not because I won't let you finish. You're being rude. Yeah, but I'm being rude because you're a homophobe, a bigot, and a nasty piece of work. Yes, you are. I don't, I don't are. mind gay people at all. Just as long as they well, don't come anywhere near you. In case you turn gay. Children being influenced by mate. You cannot make a gay child by showing him. A man in a dress. Oh yes, you can. Oh no, you can't. Yes, you can. Did you go gay when you went to a pantomime as a kid? I didn't go to a pantomime. Well, that, I think this is the reason that, we're getting. That's, that's this man won't let actually. me speak. Jesus, you are the rudest man I've no, ever had phone in. Let me speak, then you idiot. I'm not an idiot either. Yes, you are, because no, you I'm think not. a five-year-old seeing a man in a dress is going to turn him gay. Yeah. You are. Go, go away. You're telling st- you, you, it's normal, and it's not, is it? It's what. It's telling them that that's normal, and yes. it isn't. Uh, have you never worn a dress? Do you never ever wore a dress? Have you ever worn a dress? Um, that's between me and my missus, thank you. So you wear a dress in the bedroom with your wife? I might do. Okay, right. And uh, are you gay? No. Right, well, then you're stupid. You're either well, gay or stupid, which is it? Introduced me to that when I was four and five, six years old. Mate, you might, might actually question whether people I People like or you, not. I thought we were living in a more tolerant, open society, and, and I cannot wait for... How old are you, 56? Say to a child, don't think of an orange. What's the first thing you think of? Yeah, you don't say to a child, don't think of a... Of, how, you're an idiot. How old are you? 50, I'm, I'm 56? Are you 56? No. How old are you? Mm, why, what's that got to do with it? Because I want your... I cannot wait for your generation to die. I'm hoping... Really? I'm praying to God you're older than me. Please be older than me. Thank you, Ian. Please be God... Please, and for you, God's sake... And, and you call me rude. Please, for God's sakes, be older than me. Are and, you, are you, you older than... Are you older than me? Yeah, I don't think that really matters. Yes, it does, because yeah, I want your generation to go. We've had enough. You ruined it. You screwed the world up. You've got no idea about gender and sexuality. You, you're, you're thick, you're horrible, you're narrow-minded. I, I would love... I want my... I was talking to my kids the other day, right? Eight and six, right? And they said to me, is it true... Ian. Let me finish, David. David, let me finish. Let me finish, because you're spreading hate, I'm spreading love. Well, let me finish Let me finish one point, please, because you've not let me finish I'm any. I'm not spreading no hate, actually. Let me, let me finish one point, because you've not let me finish any, OK? Right? I've given you the decency of spouting your vile right-wing, you borderline fascistic nonsense, and, and you and won't let me do... I haven't please. spouted any hate either, actually. OK, can I finish a point, David, or shall we end it here, mate? Go on. Right. My seven... You're just going to carry an abuse of me, then. You may as well just finish can it. I, can I finish a point, David? Go on. Right. My kids, when they were eight and six, said to me, with smirking, is it true that a man can become a woman? Can you say yes? Please let me finish the story, David, OK? You, you don't know. It's not possible, is it? I God said... Makes you a man or David, a David, you David, David, let me finish, please, mate, right? Because you, you, you're coming across as rude. Uh, no, really, you, are. you say that Let to me after me. you say you wish all my generation is dead. Yeah, I do. Can't wait. Can't wait for it. This is right, the... Uh, here we go. He's going to put the phone down. Buttled it. He's gone. What an arsehole. That was David there.
So I said to my kids, I said, yes, they can. And it sounds funny, doesn't it? But actually, for the person, you know, that that is going through it, it's a really, really big deal. It's stressful and it's upsetting and it's very, very confusing. So I, I get why you're laughing, boys. I get it. They weren't laughing. They were just smirking a bit because it's funny. Boy, boy becomes a girl. Girl becomes a boy. What? I said, I get why you're laughing, and that's kind of cool. But the thing is, for them to go through that, it's a really confusing. They're not sure what they are or who they are. Um, and you know what? There's probably, I would say, there's probably at least one kid in your class who wants to be either a, is a boy now and wants to be a girl, or is, is, is you know looks like a girl now and wants to be a boy. And they're like, really? I said, yeah. And I said, we kind of accept people for what they are. We love people for what they are. As long as no one's, you know, causing us any harm, then that's all cool. And, it's, you know, and we certainly don't laugh at people because they're a little bit different to us or they, you know, they think slightly different things. I said, we, we're lucky that we now live in a world where most people, David has broken my heart, David, seriously, you really have, where most people are kind of cool with whatever anyone wants to get up up with you think of all the poor souls who haven't been able to make that transition who had to live in secret i mean david's argument doesn't it's not even an argument it's just bigotry it's homophobia and it's bigotry and it's transphobia that seeing a bloke in a dress at the age of five is going to turn you gay are you not because because the nazis converted people into nazism that that sees it through Here's the thing, right? Uh, if my boys are gay, beautiful, wonderful, I'm going to embrace them and love them. If they're straight, great. If they're bi, whatever they are, beautiful. I, I've not got a problem with it. But, but th- them seeing a man in a dress is going to make them not like boobs and fannies and they're going to like willies and bums. In- That's insane. That is insane. And it is very, very much the definition of bigotry, David, is bigotry. And you know, and that's good. If you're, if you're cool with it, wear it. Do you know what else it is? Yeah. It's, it's really dangerous. It is. Yeah. There's a kid in one of my uh, daughter's schools, and um, she is now a he. And the kids are cool with it. Yeah. The teachers are cool with it. There's a letter that went home just to advise of name changes and how, you know, from now on it's he and him rather than. And no one would ever know, right? There are a couple of the mums who've said the most vile stuff to yeah. the parents of that child who have been must have been going through absolute hell. You don't do that on a whim, right? The kid is tiny, right? She, she, he, sorry, is not going to be put on any medication for a long time. It's just really about them being comfortable in their own skin at school. What the hell is wrong with that? The mother has been getting all kinds of crap, including things like, well, maybe if you were a bit more feminine, she would have had a better example. What? kind of world do we live in and these are people our age and that's the thing that breaks my heart you can't He's, put it down to being older older yeah, and not used to it man it's it, it like you say it's heartbreaking david what david what i don't even know why you're listening to i don't even know why you're listening to this show that's um you know this show is not for you man this is a show about love and inclusivity and embracing everybody and everybody's welcome whatever they look like whatever they got between their legs whatever however whoever they sleep with you know whatever they're doing Everybody's welcome, man. So, David, um, well, listen, listen, because you know what? Maybe you'll learn. Maybe, maybe one day you'll get it, that what you said is, 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 is unpleasant and is hurtful and is bigoted. And um, seriously, I'm, I'm guessing he's old. I'm hoping he's older than me. And uh, go, just go. We don't, we don't, we don't want that.
Um, gosh, what a start to the show. We've got another Mark, we've got a Ray, and um, we could have you, dear listener. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344. 0344. 499 1000 is the telephone number. What a start. It's supposed to be like a nice, chilled snow day show. Snow day, show day. Uh, it's dealing with bigots. Thank you, Oliver. I appreciate the texting there. Let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Hello, it's me again. Oh. Just to say to that David, because I'm a gay person. You dirty pervert. How dare you wear a dress in front of (laughs) (laughs) five-year-olds? It's quite funny, because I've just told the lad I'm dating, who's actually female to male trans. Okay, yeah. And he's flicking flicking his lid at the moment about it. It It's so stupid. I sat here listening, thinking, what is he talking about? And when you said about that generation, when that generation have gone, this world will be a better place. Yeah. You still there? Yeah, I, thought, I was waiting for you to finish the sentence. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. Oh. Well, I don't. I do you know what. I don't know if it will be a better place. Because uh, um, I, 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 no, you know, I live in. I, I work in a safe London liberal elite uh, uh, bubble where you know being gay has, has has been all right for like the last thirty years, as far as I'm concerned. But do you remember when we did that experiment in Luton? Oh yeah, yeah. We we did an experiment because we had someone ring up to say that he'd been uh, threatened because he held hands with. Oh no, because he was talking to his boyfriend on the phone yeah. on a train, and this guy followed him and, and abused him and they were talking about how you know you can't walk down the street holding your partner's hand uh, in some places in some places you you can and and, uh, you don't get anything so we did this experiment ian and our male another male colleague walked through the streets of luton holding hands right and we filmed them it was a bit dicey mate i tell you that yeah it really was you know the abuse he got was from from a kid from a 20 something wasn't it i was really surprised really surprised yeah. But, you know, it's not, it's not, yes. it's not just the older generation, is no, it? No, it's not. Uh, sorry, you're going to have to, um, we're going to have to make you illegal again, Mark. You're going to have to um, do it behind closed doors and in woods. And uh, I, want, I don't want to know anything about it, all right? <laughs> it's sad, isn't it? it, it I just, it's I just, just it's I ridiculous. I don't get it. I don't, I, I don't get it. And listen, here's the thing, right? When I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I'm going to be honest, I made jokes about being gay and being, you know, I made jokes about that. It could be argued that a TV show, the 11 o'clock show I did is homophobic. I don't think it was, but we certainly used slang words that I would never, never use now. Um, but, uh, but even as a teenager, I never got... I never got the problem with it. You, you, you no. fall in love with someone, you fall in love with someone. You know, what's the problem with that? It's I don't, love! I don't understand what makes people so angry about other people's private lives. I, I, I'm, just, crazy. I'm like, just not that bothered. One of my close friends, yeah. like, who's not a close friend no more, he fell out with me because I'm going out with a transgender person. Ah, oh, mate, I'm sorry. That's um... no, I'm not bothered. It's like if that's the way that person's going to react, yeah, then I don't need that. In my yeah, life. Also, it's very what... noble of you to, to say it like that. What is their thing? That's that's that, that's what I would wonder. Yeah, well, he, he kept, all he kept saying is I'm old fashioned. All oh, right, that's that's not a get out, <laughs> is it? I, I'm, I'm, I'm bigoted. It's bigotry. No, it's bigotry and it's prejudice. Now, here's the thing, right? If you're bigoted and you're you're prejudiced. I mean, it's not fine, but it's kind of fine. That's the way you are. Here, I, I remember you, uh, about 
well, uh, when we were at Three Counties, uh, and there was a story about two gay men having a baby. And I said, do you know what? First hearing this story, it it doesn't feel right to me. And But I accepted that that was a prejudice. I'm really cool with it now because I thought, because I examined my prejudice. It was I was prejudiced in as much as I heard uh-huh. this story and thought, two gay men with a baby, uh, I don't... Uh, it doesn't feel right. And I, I acknowledge my prejudice. I said it on air that uh, it made no logical sense whatsoever, mm. which I think is what a prejudice is, you know, that, that, that mm-hmm. kind of d- dislike, to put it mildly, of something that doesn't, that, where all the evidence kind of points the other way. And I worked through it and I, I kind of did a little bit of thinking and meditating on it. And, you know, it doesn't bother me in the slightest now, as it shouldn't. But if you got, if you are a prejudice, accept it, admit it. If you want to try and work through it, then work through it and, and, and make the world a better place. If you want to sit with it, sit with it, but own it as prejudice. And don't expect everyone else to like it. Yeah. No. But what would your opinion be of two having a baby? On two, two who having a baby? On who? Oh. Is, he saying, is he saying two Muslims? No, lesbians. Oh, I think it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> think, but here's the thing. Now, I, honestly, I was I, I I didn't I was prejudiced about it for it was about a week, and I just thought about it, and I sat down and I really thought about it, and and went through it, and realised that it was my prejudice was based in nothing apart from a knee jerk reaction, and now I'm absolutely mm-hmm. cool with it. I got I, I love it. I think it's great. I want more gay parents. I think it's wonderful. You know who who cares? Who cares? See, I used to be quite prejudiced about transgender. Yeah. Until I met this individual. Until you fell in love. Until he he kissed me in a nightclub, and I thought, "Oh, it's great, I'm in." And yeah. then he texted me the next morning saying, "Do you realise I'm transgender?" Yeah. And I thought, "Shit, excuse me, French, but that's what I thought." Yeah. And then actually, we spoke about it all, and now I understand it, and I'm completely completely cool with Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Well, then that's it. That's that's working through a prejudice, and I think I think uh-huh. it can think it can be done, and and you we are living examples. That, uh-huh. uh, that it can be done when you think about it and you go well actually this doesn't make any sense whatsoever and um, that's cool well I hope you're very very happy Mark mm-hmm. I hope, well, you know. that wasn't what I actually rang up for oh, again oh for god's so sake was this the, is this the bloody Mark show or something crying out loud <laughs> go on Mark but I wanted to talk about Pop-Tarts Pop-Tarts Catherine will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. She retweeted a picture of a fanny pack with Pop-Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> Pop-Tarts USA, right? I've obviously had a the lovely... Pop-Tarts, they're the breakfast biscuit that you put in Yeah, that burn your, burn your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> because, you, because I can never wait long enough. They, and they're never worth it, are they? It's a nice idea. Like that. I remember when they came out, and they're not nice Pop-Tarts. <laughs> oh, no, but... No, but, but an American had put them in the fanny pack. Yeah, so this American um, campaign, let me find it. It made me laugh so much. Um... Hang on, let me find it. Uh, it. So the Americans had obviously had this big marketing meeting. What's going to be in the new tagline, right? And what are we going to do to to get viral on social media? <laughs> so Pop-Tarts US <laughs> tweeted this. It's a picture of, I, I think, a woman with... Um, with a, oh, it's, a, a, it's a one X. It's a one X. <laughs> with a with a, a bum bag on, which is not the most extraordinary thing about this campaign, and two pop tarts sticking out, so they don't even fit in a bum bag. To be honest, they're going to go cold. And it said, "I like my tarts where I like my money, right in my fanny." <laughs> I mean, I don't think that even works in America. No, well, they call it a but fanny don't, pack. But, don't but for they? God's sake, everyone, don't put them there. No. Put them in the toaster. Mark, Mark, have I got permission? to cut you off now yeah okay let's go to ray good evening ray good evening i, I can only think of one female composer go on 
uh, Anne Dudley. I, see, I don't know. Well, now, is, what era? Is this, this is classical, I'm assuming. Oh, well, uh, it's current era, but she, uh, well, she's effectively a composer. She composes film scores and TV music. And um, she was also in the Art of Noise years ago. Oh, Krypton Factor. <laughs> Krypton Factor? Yeah, Krypton Factor. Art of Noise is the Krypton Factor theme tune. So everyone knew that. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Everyone knew that. The Art of Noise did the... Yeah. Well, why, why, why this this show con- it seems to... Every six months we seem to do an Art of Noise special. It was that guy who wouldn't accept that the Art of Noise were influenced by Kraftwerk. Oh, yes, do you remember? Or so, some... Yes, it was some argument about the Art of Noise and Kraftwerk. And uh, he was going, well, no, no, they're not. They're, they're, they're completely... He's, wasn't his argument that they, their ideas were completely self-formed? And yeah, completely original thought. They were, they were basically, the Art of Noise were year zero and uh, <laughs> were not influenced by anything. And then I found, like, loads of bits of interviews with them saying, well, of course, Kraftwerk were a huge influence on on us. Um, all right. Is it? Okay. She's, she's on, the, if I were writing a list... No, no, no because she's not... She's not a composer. No, well, she is probably a composer. She but, is a composer, but we're talking a, about the, um, you know, the, um, the classic classicals. greatest hits type composers. Was she, was she composing in 1872? Uh, no, but she, in the last 30 years... Good evening, Ray. Good evening. Thank you for that. Let's go to Josie. Good evening, Josie. Hello. Hello, Josie. Hello. Um, yeah, I was just thinking up because, like, you know, David said about... Josie, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something I've never said before, and I hope you don't okay. mind. Could you move your mouth slightly away from the phone, please? Oh, sorry, I'll tell you what it is. Go on. Because I'm quite hard of hearing, I'm sure I've told you before, and I've got, like, headphones in, so I was putting my mouth right near my phone. Because <laughs> normally, normally it's people that are talking like this, I have to say, get nearer the phone, but it's like the phone is inside you. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, I've moved it. Is that better? No! <laughs> is that better? No! no! What is oh. this? Cra- Listen, we'll, we'll work around the hard of hearing thing. I'll just shout. But what is this? I don't know. That's I've got you at arm's length. Is that better? No. Ever so, ever so, ever so, ever so slightly. But can you hear us? I can hear you, Well, we can work with that. That's that's like about 3% better, so we can work with that. Go on. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do now. Don't don't worry. We'll we'll make this work. We can hear you. Go on. Right, Okay. I was just um, ringing up because uh, when my my 17-year-old daughter, when she was 15, she actually came out as a lesbian. Yeah. And... um, I was actually uh, accused by one of my family members of turning her into a lesbian yeah. by allowing her to wear boys' clothes. <gasps> she was the age of three. What? It's the trousers that did it, is it? <laughs> no, this is it. I mean, because right from, like, you know, she was allowed to choose her own clothes. I've always been like that with my kids, you know, yeah. like, wear what you like. She decided she wasn't going to wear girls' clothes. She hated them. Yeah. So I allowed her to, you know, and the school didn't have a problem with it. No one, none of her friends had a problem with it. She went all the way through high school. You know, nobody else had a problem with it. But then when, when she came out and she was like, you know, you could tell all the family, you know, and um, my, it was my sister. Oh, mate. Um, actually said, well, you know, you're not born that way. You, you've made her that way. You've allowed her to do that. Uh, I was... And, uh, how do you, there's, no, there's no response to that, Was is that there? just a stupid but, knee-jerk... Ignorance-laden thing, or did she change her mind, or is she still in that opinion? Oh no, she's still in that frame of mind. Wow. Because I've got, um, 
you know, I've got I've got two nephews as well um, that, are, that are gay, and uh, she's accusing my sister-in-laws of doing that to them. So it, it basically, it's mothers that allow their children. Yeah, that's the way it works, isn't it? <laughs> so, Incredible. I'm speechless because I, I, I'm so. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Maybe the world sucks more than I thought. But there's no comeback to that, is there? There's no. No. There's, there's, I, haven't, I haven't told my daughter. I haven't. I haven't told my daughter that that's how her auntie thinks. <laughs> yeah, well, well um, done for protecting your little girl. You know. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I thought I'm not going to tell her. There's no and need. At the end of the day, you know, she's at college now, and still, no, no one but this one person bats an eyelid. Yeah. No. You know, none at all. You know, and it, it, can I ask you? Can I ask you a question? You can. What? Because I got no idea what my boys are going to say to me when they get older. You know, and whatever they say, I'm going to. You know, whatever they're my boys, whoever you, you sleep with, whoever you want to sleep, as long as it's consensual and as long as you're being safe, you do what you want to do, guys. I don't care. But, but we're we're a little way off having that conversation. You know, if that conversation comes up, was yeah. there? Because quite often we have a knee-jerk reaction, which is our original initial reaction, which is just like the body or the mind just going, "Oh my god!" And then the second thought is always the one is the one I think that generally counts, right? The second thought when you've, you've yeah. got, you can think about it. Was there a knee-jerk reaction of when you "Mum, I'm gay"? Was there like was was there a disappointment? Was there a no? Absolutely there was not. nothing. No, all I've ever I've, beautiful I've to my kids. All I've ever wanted you to be is happy. Yeah, yeah. we go. Did you and? Um, Sorry. I was going to say, did you already have an inkling anyway? Yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So, um, but I, I just said to her, you know, as long as you're happy, and um, you know, maybe none of us care. And was she? Day. Because I listen. I remember growing up, watching like Brookside and stuff in the eighties, and there was always yeah. a, a gritty storyline where there was a, a, a gay character who was gay and had been gay for like you know a year, and then they had to go and tell their mum and dad, and it was like a big the tonight's episode. They're going to tell their mum and dad they're gay. They're going to come out, and it was a big thing. As I know, it was for a lot of gay and bisexual people, you know, throughout history to go and tell their mum and dad. But but I've not. Now we're like in the twenty first century. Was she nervous about telling you? Do you think? Um, I think she had to work it out in her own mind first. Right. Um, but um, so she yeah, didn't have any. She didn't. You know, was she? Did she say afterwards? Oh God, I was so nervous about telling you in case you hated no. me. No. Good. No. Okay. She, she well, that's progress. Really yeah. No, she knew she. In fact, they made a laugh because what I did is um. I had a go at her brother yeah. afterwards, and I said, you know, like, you never came out to me as straight. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, said, true. This least, is com- least, go on. At least my daughter had the decency to tell me who she liked. Do you know what? I think that's what I was trying to get to in a ham-fisted way, the fact that it, yeah. it still has to be a... Maybe, well, obviously, it wasn't in your situation, but can we sit down? I've got something to tell you, by the way. I like, you know, I'm gay, and I like... Uh, yeah. The fact that it has to be... A thing mm. still that yeah. you still have to you still have to come out a phrase coming out oh. I, I don't really like it because it should just be you know but mum can I bring my girlfriend home yeah. tonight but you know. for a lot of families it still is yeah of course yeah. it is of there are a lot of people our age who are still you know in the closet because they don't want to disappoint their parents their elderly parents you know well like we uh, well we both know a gentleman in this industry who won't come out on air because or won't come out which he, there's no reason to at all no one should you know no one should be forced to but he's actually very protective in case the listeners go off him yeah because of, uh, of what which, even though he's loved yeah and, and i and i would never say anyone you know you, you, you whatever you do is private you know you don't have to tell people if you don't want to but i just thought that was quite sad that he was worried about the the the, the potential a potential 
probably non-existent backlash mm. because of it. Yeah, I, had, I had had a friend ask me because she, she said, has she had a girlfriend yet? And I said, no. Um, and uh, she said, well, can, she said, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah. She's like, how does she know she's a lesbian then? <laughs> well, and I said, well, the same reason you yeah. knew you fancied boys at 14. Yeah. You should fancy girls. Yeah, you know, you know, you, you know what. A, you didn't have to have a boyfriend to know that you were. You know what gets you hot. You know what you like looking at more than the other. You know. This, this is it, isn't it? Josie, you know, but, you know everything's everything's fine apart from this one family member. So. Josie, you're 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 a good mum, and um, your kids are very very lucky to have you as a mum. Thank you for that. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I was born in Chickasaw County. When I was six, we moved to another region in Mississippi called the Delta, and we lived between two rivers. One was the Yazoo, and the other was the Tallahatchie. Said to me, child, 
what's happened to your appetite. Well, I've been cooking all morning and you haven't touched a single bite. That nice young preacher, Brother Taylor, dropped by today. He saw a girl that looked a lot like you up on Choctaw Ridge. And she and Billy Joe was throwing something up the tail at Bridge. A year has come and gone since we heard the news about Big Joe. And brother Mary Becky Thompson, they bought a store in Tupelo. There was a virus going round, Papa caught it and he died last spring. And now Mama doesn't seem to want to do much of anything. And me, I spend a lot of time picking flowers up on Choctaw Ridge. That's some song. It ends a little bit abruptly, that version, but uh, that's some song, huh, isn't it? I mean, she's uh, 25 years old when she wrote that. Um, and it was a de- Here's the thing I've learned from this podcast, this Cocaine and Rhinestones podcast. So she recorded that demo, just heard playing the guitar and a load of other songs, and they gave it to the record company. They went, yeah, yeah, we'll put this out. This will be the B-side. And they got some guy to put strings on it and do that kind of stuff and nothing else. And they went... Man, this is good. This is gonna be. This is gonna be an A side, and it was number one in 1968. But a really weird song about suicide. Yeah, but I always wondered what they were both throwing off the bridge. It's a MacGuffin. Is it? You don't know what a MacGuffin is. I do. What is it? Um, oh, oh, this is unusual. Like a red... I've, I've got the um, the upper hand here. Okay, a MacGuffin. Here we go. Is here we go. Is there? There is no explanation. Well, yeah, so it's got a definition, isn't it, MacGuffin? No, but that's what a MacGuffin is. Is that right? Incorrect answer, Catherine. Five Go points on, No, no, no. Your project... No, come on. A MacGuffin is just... It's just... It's... it's um, Red herring. No. It's a distraction that's irrelevant. You, 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 you think it's important, but it's not. That's what I just said, then. No, you... The you, first one I said, it's nothing. There's no explanation for it. But... It's like talking to David. We're completely cross-purposes. It's not... I'm not trying to kill MacGuffins or tell MacGuffins not to go anywhere near my <laughs> he kids. He wasn't trying to kill MacGuffins. No, he wasn't. But he was trying to stop people becoming MacGuffins. No, you said it's, there's no explanation for it. Well, there is an explanation for it. It's put there to distract you. Mm. So the, but there is no explanation op- for it, though. No, it's the exact opposite of what you're saying. Why are you being such a knob? I'm not. You're being a massive knob. She's still alive, I think, Bobby Gentry. Can you ask her? And... Um, she doesn't hasn't performed. Is it just litter? She hasn't performed for ages. Mm-hmm. It's a MacGuffin. We, I it don't think they're biodegradable. It doesn't matter what they were chucking off. It was really. What, well, what do you think it was? Like a baby or something. All right, fine then. It was a baby. Um, she hasn't performed or done any albums for like about thirty years, thirty-five years. Do you know why? Um, don't like it. She m- made a fortune 
in property investments. Oh. Absolute fortune. Like millions. Um, was, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to retire. Fair play. Just going to retire. I'm going to say 1982, making that year up, but it's very likely I'm right. I often am. It's a MacGuffin. And, um, oh, by the way, we've now sold a third of the tickets for Manchester, right? So Manchester, May the... 18th. 18th, Saturday, May the 18th, the three-minute theatre. It's a, it's a 60, well, it's a 70-seat venue, but we've got some very special guests coming. Um, so there's 60, 62 seats, and we've sold just, I think we sold 30. So it's a third of the, the tickets are gone. No, hang on, we sold just over 20. So that's a third of the tickets are gone. Uh, so if you want to get the tickets, man, get if you buy them early, here's the thing, if you buy them early, then we can we know you know whether we book a uh, we book a room in an in an easy jet hotel or we book a room at um, the Manchester Palace Theatre um, Hotel. <laughs> uh, but also, if we sell out. If we sell out like early, we we can we're sort of sniffing around to see if we can get another show there, either Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. And it might be a, we might do a movie club, a picture show, or we might do another rabbit hole, or we might do something a little bit different. I don't know. But if if we were to you know if we sell out in the next couple of weeks, with it being a few months away, we'll, we'll book another night. We'll book another night in, and we'll we'll um, here's what we'll do. If we sell out, we'll book another night in, and everybody who's bought a ticket for the first one will get a cheeky little discount for the second one. That sounds well. That sounds good. That it? sounds good, doesn't it? That mm-hmm. sounds that sounds good. We get a few quid off for the second one if we did it. It's only possibility, and we've never done that before. But uh, what I'm saying is, um, if you're thinking of coming and you're holding off buying tickets, get the tickets. Don't ianlee.com/event. ianlee.com/event. Ruth is saying they threw a baby off that bridge. A movie was made about the song. Well, in the movie, they threw a baby. But in the but the, the the movie was made eight years. Don't tell me they made a. I know they made a movie. I know everything. The movie was made. Is it MacGuffin? The movie was made eight years after the song. So in the movie, they decided it was a baby. But that doesn't mean retrospectively, retroactively, that it was actually a baby in in the song. In the song. So uh, Ruth Nichols, um, I'm deducting five uh, five points off of you. Um, Lovely snow day today. Marred slightly. I know, I know one of the gentlemen from Keeping Up Appearances has, has passed away, and that's sad, but marred slightly by Jeremy Hardy dying today. I like I liked Jeremy Hardy. I, my sister worked with him, I'm going to say, 20, 20, 23, 23, 24 years ago. 24 years ago, maybe, she worked with him on something, a TV special he was doing, or a live video or something he was filming. And she got me free tickets to go and see him. And I got to meet him very, very briefly. And she said, oh, by the way, Jeremy, this is my brother. And he was very, very gracious to me. Very gracious. We, we, we didn't you know, have a particularly in-depth conversation. But he, I, I just remember he was polite to me. Instead of going, so? So what? He was like, oh, hey, hey man, nice to meet you. And uh hope you enjoyed the show. And thanks for coming. And I'm, I think, I think he said, no, I know exactly what he said to me. He said to me, he said, um, oh, do laugh, I'm shitting myself. Before his, like, a b- b- big theatre show, and I was like, oh, wow, f- famous people who do this for a living get nervous. Mm-hmm. He said, you will laugh, won't you? I'm very, I'm very nervous. Uh, and he was delightful, and, uh, you know, not to everyone's taste, very left-wing, um, but I, thought, I always thought it was funny. The, the, only, the only funny thing on the news quiz. Um, I just thought it was sad. I, just when I heard it today, I was like, oh, no. And he was 56. Yeah, he wasn't very old at all. When people... I'm 46 this year, so kind of similar. But when people sort of my age... When I, when I hear, in my mid-40s, when I hear 
people, you know, 10 years older than me, people in their 50s die, and I think, oh, flip. Ooh, this game's getting serious now. This mm. is... This is it, isn't it? Well, when you said yesterday that I'm the same age as John Lennon was when he got shot, yeah, yeah. that's a shocker. Yeah. Because he's always been a grown-up to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But see, when people, when you get into your mid-40s and people in their 50s start dying, you think, hey, this is, this is, this is it. I think my granddad was only 63, 64. Yeah. Well, my dad was 63, maybe a bit, 63 when he died. 62, maybe. This is, this is it, ma'am. This is it. This is happening. The game is on. Well, Don't mess around. My dad, I think, when he approached the age that his father was, he had a he had a wobbly moment. I think it's I think that's a, I think that's a very tough tough thing to. Yeah. It's a kind of marker. It. it certainly is. It's but you know, my granddad smoked eighty a day for a long time. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> it's, it's scary. Anyway, anyway, um, oh, it's no day in a minute. Let's go to Dave first of all. Good evening, Dave. Hi, hi, uh, Ian. Hi, Cass. How are you? Uh, I'm running by business. Thank you very much indeed. Leave go. I, I like it when the callers do the show for me. Uh, Bobby Gentry. Yes. Um, the Delta Sweet album. I, um, oh, funnily enough, it's being released. Uh, Mercury Rev have re-recorded it. Um, oh, I just... Do you know, I saw that because I was Googling it. Because I know that about six months ago, they released like a 10-CD box set of everything. She's yeah, the girl from Chickasaw County. And I and I remember it being fairly cheap when it came out. And then I'd look at it just now, and it's like 80 quid. And it's like, oh, no, I'm not that bothered. But um, So I was kind of just Googling and noodling and looking around. And I saw the Mercury Rev were, were doing something with it, but they re-recorded they, it. They re-recorded it with an all-star sort of cast mm. of um, singers. So Lucinda Williams is on there, and yes. uh, Vashti Bunyan, and uh, Nora Jones, Beth Autumn, people like that. Um, I haven't heard any of it yet, but I'm a big fan of Mercury Rev. So, and they put Otis Billy Joe on the album just to... <laughs> no, it's not on the original album. They just okay. thought they'd record a version well, anyway. So. OK, here we go. Let's. This is uh, Mercury Rev, Ode to Billy Joe. There's no such thing as... Whoa, a... it's an advert that's not paid for advertising! Stop that. Stop trying to sneak onto my show! Here we go. No, thanks. <laughs> it was... Nah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers, guys. But um, if you're looking out for it in um, in second-hand record shops, um, it was re-released in over here in the 70s. On the Music for on, Pleasure label? On, on MFP, yeah. And I picked up in a charity shop just was last it, was week. Was it on the Music for Pleasure? Used to, my, my friend Matthew Percy got in terrible trouble at school, right? Because when we were in the fifth form... So mm-hmm. we were like 15 or something. And we, for some reason, we had to write down, we had to, there was this survey that we had to do, we had to write down our hobbies. And mm-hmm. a lot of us got in trouble because we were going through like an Alistair Crowley phase. So we wrote down black magic <laughs> and seances, right? We didn't do black magic and seances. But our deputy head was like a really devout born again Christian. And we got called in and um, we got in terrible trouble. We also got in trouble for playing the hacky sack. He thought that the hacky sack that we were playing with in lunchtime was like a devil worship thing. Genuinely, he thought it was a ritual. But my friend Matthew Percy got in trouble for being flippant because he wrote down that one of his hobbies, the music for pleasure, right, um, was cheap albums, right? And the label was an oval shape. Uh-huh. And it looked good. 
when it went round. And he wrote down one of his hobbies was watching music for pleasure records going round. It's a beautiful answer. And he got in terrible trouble for being flippant. But it's a great, th- it's a great site to watch, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Well, the old MFB. Know, the Vertico logo is probably a bit better. Oh. But, uh... I'm going to say it. Your, some of your teachers were stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, te- oh, oh, uh, yeah, okay. And crushers of dreams and spirit. Um, hang on a minute. Is Mercury Rev doing Big Boss Man? Here we go. No, thanks. It, it really... <laughs> that record really isn't... Um, it really no. isn't working for me. No. You did um, give I'd it a fair it, chance, it, though. <laughs> at least a few seconds, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was retitled as Way Down South, so if you ever see it in a, in a second-hand record shop... Way um, on down, way on down. But I think the first time I heard the Beach Boys was on a MFP compilation called Good Vibrations. One of my... Earliest Monkeys uh, albums was an MFP compilation on cassette. <laughs> is MFP still going? Can we stop saying no. MFP? It's called it Music for Pleasure. That's what it is. Music for Pleasure. It, it's uh, che- basically, it's cheap. Oh, one of my first Beach Boys was, was, was on Music for Pleasure. It was live in London. Oh, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, yeah that was on, that that was on Music for Pleasure, wasn't it? Ch- cheapy releases. Do yeah. you remember as well, you used to get... Um, here's the thing about vinyl, right? You can squeeze... It's sli- you can get slightly more on now... But the kind of the maximum you really want on each side, maximum is about 22 minutes before yeah. you start, the record starts getting thin and you start losing a bit of the bass. And it, you, mm. you, I think you can get a little bit more now. But yeah, it's about, it's about 21, 22 minutes is kind of optimum. And do you remember, you used to get the um, hour of compilations. Yeah. You got an hour of the kinks or an hour of, I don't know, whatever. What happened At, after the hour it just stops? Well, no, what do you mean? What? Well, they just keep putting records on until the hour runs out and then it might stop halfway through when the hour's up. I don't know what you mean. What? <laughs> you get an hour of the kinks, right? Do you know what she means, Dave? Well, I think she's thinking they do it a complete hour, so if yeah. it runs out in the middle of a song, then... Yeah, tough. Yeah. Your hour's up. No? Oh. Uh, Jeez. What? So, no, so you get... So they crown 30 minutes on each side. Oh. What did you think it was? Like a show or something? Were they were playing no, an hour? No, just keep putting them on until you've got... Oh, putting uh, them on what? The record, until you've got an hour's worth. You're not, you know you're not speaking English. <laughs> you're using English words, but you're not using a sentence. So you just stack it up till there's an hour's Have worth. you had like a brain injury or something <laughs> in the last 30 seconds? No, listen, I'm telling you exactly what I'm thinking. OK, let's go. So I was imagining you put... Keep putting music on, like a mixtape, and then... On a record? Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes when you're making a mixtape, you might run out of okay. tape or and or time. Oh, I get you see that. what I mean? I, I apologise. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't have been rude. You, I, you can't help being dumb. <laughs> um, but the sound quality was... Is that a no? Awful. These horrible thin records and they were really quiet and tinny. And you think, wow, mm. yeah, I'm getting great value for money with an, a golden... How is it called? The Golden Hour of the Kinks. And they were lousy records, man. It was a tinny hour of the kinks. Yeah. It's a very tinny hour of the kinks, yes. Uh, going on to O to Billy Joe, yeah. um, I think the MacGuffin is, um, well, <laughs> I think the MacGuffin is the baby. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the, um, there's a cover version by Sinead O'Connor, which is on that, you know, that War Child album that came out in the mid-90s? I do remember it, yeah, very, very, yeah, yeah. very, very good. Um, 
on there, they yeah. even dubbed a, a baby crying at that point. They, well, that's just stupid. A, that's, that's just a film, though, You can't it? let Sinead O'Connor... You can't let someone who <laughs> rips up pictures of His Holiness the Pope on, on comedy she, programs... She was right, too. You can't let... let Please! I'm still angry about that. I'm, and bloody Chris Christopherson uh, putting his arm around her a week later at the Bob Marley thing. Oh, it disgusts me. You can't <laughs> let her... Retroactively, retrogress, retrograde, retrogradually. Respectively. Mm, respect, respect me, please. You can't let her retrogradually no, make not. you think it was a baby. It was a MacGuffin. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, Dave. And we're late for the adverts, but do you know what the adverts come out? Because it's important, right? Where did the baby come from? Out of her. Shush. Out of her. Don't yeah. help Dave. Let He's come yeah. up with this. All right. She, so she had a baby, right? Yeah. And nobody knew about it. Well, yeah, plenty of girls who, you know, sort of... Uh, Speak for yourself. Didn't know, even Speak though for yourself, Casanova. In the olden days, she would have kept it quiet. And also, a mother says, child, where's your appetite? Because maybe she had an appetite before. But You're an idiot. Pregnant. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. She's lost her appetite because she's being told yeah. over the dinner table while they're they're, 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 they're yeah, listening to the black eyed peas that her boyfriend's dead. So of course her appetite's yeah. going to go. Thinking she's going to be hungrier. But why didn't they know it was her boyfriend? Because she kept it secret. Why? why Don't know. Maybe it was it? maybe it was racial. Kathy's miming a finger going into a hole that she's made. <laughs> Um, maybe it was. Maybe he, he wasn't of their class. Maybe she just wanted to keep it. You know, keep, keep it secret. Maybe well, maybe he was her backdoor was man. Good, what? <laughs> maybe he was her backdoor man. I mean, side aside. No backdoor man. What's that? Sneaking in the back door. They would have known, wouldn't they? No, if he's sneaking in the back door, you've had to get through that. What's that? That uh, fly, fly screen screen door. They bang terribly. That'd be slamming, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. So... Billy Joe, when you come into <laughs> the Who's creeping in your back door? <laughs> um, Dave, uh, oh, with dear. greatest respect, you're, uh, you're, everybody called in who's called in tonight with the name Dave has has thoroughly let themselves down. I apologise. You're worse. You you're worse yeah. than the homophobe. <laughs> in some ways, you're quite correct. Yeah. David, thank you very much indeed. Always a pleasure. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I'm going to play this. Get rid of that music. Here we go. This is. This is. This is. Uh, there we go. Everybody said they don't like the blues. Oh, okay. But you're wrong. See, the blues come from way back. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something again. Tell the things that's going on today going is on. not the blues. Nope. <clears throat> it's just a good beat that people is carrying. But now when you come down to the blues, yep. I'm going to show you how to play the blues. Please now do, you Mr. Howard sit here and watch, man. Okay, sir. Don't know. Little good. 
one for you. Want to use the back door? David won't like it. You better get up and go. I am a bad man. There we go. That happens. That happens. That's actually uh, a thing. Snow day today. I had a great snow day. It wasn't a snow day for us. Uh, it shouldn't really have been a snow day where we were, but I didn't care. It was a snow day where I live. It was, it was thick snow. But driving home last night, man, it took me uh, uh, ages. Um, and here's the, here's the trick, driving on the snow and the ice, just go slow. That's the thing, just go slow. 50 mile an hour road, I was down to about 20 for most of it. Yeah, it's fine. A few little cheeky little skid at a roundabout. Ooh. Roundabout, I'm just, I'm turning left at the roundabout. I'm thinking, I'm turning left, I ain't going left. Let's see where this ends up. Luckily, I was going slowly. But I was thinking, oh, I've got no control. There's no other cars. Let's see where, where I end up. It was great. I loved was on, it. I was on the M1 northbound, and by the time I got to Hemel, I think it was sort of, the snow was really coming down, yeah. and I was probably doing about fifty Ooh. because only like the middle lane was clear. The rest yeah. of it was all the snow was sort of banking up on either side. Yeah. There were dickheads doing like eighty, ninety. Oh, there's idiots the other everywhere. Lanes. Idiots everywhere. I didn't care. Just, take, just I would think, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get home at three if I'm lucky. Great, fine, I can live with that. But I'll get home. Yeah, I'll get home. And um, so, but then I had to go to Windsor today. The boys had the day off school, which was great. So I went and um, they were at their grandparents. I got over there about lunchtime, and they said, "Can we can we go home and watch?" They said, "No, we're not going to go home and watch telly. It's a snow day. We're going to go out and play for a bit, and then we can sit in front of the telly." It gets so cold that it becomes uncomfortable. Said, "Look, it's a bit of snow, and there wasn't much snow, but we got the sledge out, and I'm pulling them along the pavement." I was mainly just pulling them. Here's the thing, guys. You can actually pull a sledge just along the pavement. It works. So I recommend just doing that. Yeah, we've got two sledges. We've got a plastic flat one. Yeah. And we've got a posh one with, like, metal runners. Yeah. We got the posh one out, right, because yeah. the snow was deep. But it was also so soft yeah. that when I took my little into school on it, and she was thrilled to bits. Honestly, she just a big grin on her face the whole time. She's missing one of her top teeth, so it was a picture. Yeah. Um, but it was so powdery, the snow, yeah. that it went straight down to the pavement. You could hear... Oh, here's the thing. Here's the permission to speak freely. Those wooden sledges, they don't work. They're rubbish. Because they, they just sink. They, they just sink down. They always do. And you think, oh, okay. get the wooden sledge. Yeah. They're rubbish. They, don't, they do not do the job. Well, this one's all metal and wooden seat. Yeah. Um, and it's a lovely idea. But actually, the plastic work. one's probably better. It don't work. So we had a bit of that. And then we found a patch of green where it was snow. And we made snowmen. And I taught them that they were making snowmen by just like mounding snow together. I was going, whoa, guys, what is this? Come on. I'm going to, we're going to do this properly. We're gonna, I'm going to teach you the rolling technique. And they saw it. They're like, whoa, that is amazing. So we're just rolling. Here's the problem, though. Bits, there was a, quite a lot of those two snowmen were brown. Not racist. Yeah, no. Not racist. That's what happens. But there was a lot of dog poo <laughs> going on in those snowmen today. A lot the, of dog poo. Uh, at the end of the day, the, my doorbell went and it was my eldest come home from school. Oh, no. I've clicked kind in. of in tears. Uh-oh. I say kind of in tears because she was out, also out of breath. Because there's a group of, like, rowdy boys yep. who walk the same way. We've yep. had a little bit of stuff with them before. One of them happens to be... One of the kids that hangs out with them is my friend's son. And I've had a word with the mo- the mothers have had conversations um and uh my eldest said they threw a massive snowball at me and it hit me right in the face um i'd say unlucky and they were well and i, I sort of went yeah unlucky, well unlucky mate i said did you throw one back no i said right well 
And she said, and they were shouting stuff at us and they were being mean. I said, okay. And this is probably not, this is probably not in the handbooks to do as a mother. But I gave her permission to call them quite a heavy name. What? And get lost in quite a heavy manner. What what name? Prick. No. No. Because that's what they're being. No, because it's happening like a lot on their way home from school. The boys are like calling the, the, the boys are calling the girl, girls bitches. Wow. Yeah, and just wow. but just generally annoying them and ag- aggravating them. So I gave her permission in this case to use some um, explicit language. I was playing. I've never done this. I was playing Fortnite with the boys because right? uh, they like Fortnite. It's a great game. Here's the thing: it's not addictive. Well, it's addictive in as much as video games can be addictive, in as much as um, doing fun things can be addictive, right? But as a game itself, it's no more addictive than any other game. It's just a really, really good game. And so I was having a go, but I can't. I, I'm not very good at, at Fortnite because I can't build. Okay, that's the problem. I can I can run around. I can shoot like a like a like a great guy. But I can't think. So I was playing it with the boys, and I forgot the boys were there. And so I'm playing it, and then some guy starts shooting me from behind, and I said without thinking, "What the." F- Wow. And I dropped an F-bomb. And the boys were in hysterics. I went, oh, no, no. I didn't mean, no. I shouldn't have... Naughty, naughty daddy. Daddy, now, daddy, now. Here's the thing. Daddy shouldn't have said that. That was very, very naughty. I was... I sh- what I meant to say was, what the heck? And the wrong thing came out. Um, uh, please don't tell your mother I said that, please. So that's what... But um, they do find swearing hilarious, don't they? They do find it uh, absolutely hilarious. And it is... It is funny, and we we have very frank conversations about swear words. They were like, the youngest today was saying, "Imagine if Suarez's middle names." <laughs> so his name's Luis Luis Suarez. Yes. Imagine if his middle names were F C. He means crap. F C. And what's the rude word you said for testicles? Bollocks. Yeah. Imagine if his name was Louis F.C. Bollocks. Suarez. Wouldn't that be funny? And I went, you know what? Yeah, it would, it would actually. That would be really, really funny. Because his name's Suarez. It sounds like Suarez. Oh, right. I, I get think you. that's where it came okay, from. Okay. I thought it was just generally. No, I think that's where it came from. And I thought, yeah, do you know what? That would be, that would be funny, man. That would be funny. Um... Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Let's have an advert for um, a colleague's show. Then when we'll come back and we'll see what, what we can muster. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. What, have you got anything, boy? Yeah, I forgot you... to tell you, when David was spouting his nonsense about drag queens making children gay in libraries. Actually, the more I think about it, the more I think libraries are a hotbed of homosexual conversion. A guy went into a library in America, I read about it earlier today. Um, where that was happening. No. Wielding a gun. Right. Because that's safer, obviously, than allowing people to read books to well, children. Incredible. Well. Hang on, let me find this actual story. It sounds like a fun story, guys. Uh, it was easy. 0344 499 1000, by the way, if you want to give us a call. You can chip in, because we've got no calls. Um, we've got an hour and a half to go, and I, I just want to give you the best show we can do. And to do that, we're going to need your input. So please, just pick up the telephone and give us a call. Here we go. So th- this yes. guy, guess what colour his hat is? What? Guess what colour cap uh, he red. wears. Red, <laughs> Yes. Here's the thing. If you wear a MAGA hat, right, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm pretty darn sure you're a racist. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put you gonna make America great again hat on. I'm I'm the, the odds are it's been scientifically worked out that there is a, a, an 89 percent chance you're a racist. Well, also that you've got a hood at home. Yes. A Donald Trump supporter reportedly armed with a gun barged into a Texas library in an attempt to stop a drag queen reading books to children. Good. James Disgusting. Green was arrested on suspicion of trespassing after refusing to leave Houston's Freed Montrose Library, but claimed he was detained for being a white Christian and accused staff of Satanism. He'd entered the building to protest against Drag Queen Storytime, a programme of events in which performers read children's stories to families. Ah, the Conservative radio host has previously been banned from the library for filming children during similar demonstrations. Ah, you dirty bugger. <laughs> Footage filmed by Mr Green and posted on YouTube Here shows him remonstrating with police officers as they ask him to leave the building. Another clip shows him being handcuffed in the library's car park. He loved it. He loved it, you kinky so-and-so. He, here's what he says. We Dirty have a boy. bunch of homosexuals that are molesting children, he is heard telling officers. They're doing it with your help. Um, Outsmart, a Houston LGBTQ magazine, reported that officers took a concealed firearm off Mr Green as they detained him. And I mean, that's... Under Texas law, licensed gun owners can carry firearms in most public places, including libraries. There's, there's no suggestion he was planning to use the gun. A manager asked us for assistance because he was banned from the library and wouldn't leave when he was asked, a Houston Police Department spokeswoman told the magazine. Um, she, she added he was previously banned for filming children at the library and has been known to cause disturbances. Several officers had to escort him out. Uh, police called an ambulance for Mr Green after he began complaining of chest pains during his arrest. He was later re- released from hospital and prosecutors have not filed any charges against him. Sounds uh, like a dirty boy. He claimed he was arrested for being a white Christian and accused a librarian at Freed Montrose of being a Satanist. This cannot stand. We must fight back, added Mr Green. <coughs> Dirty boy! He hosts a programme on Raging Elephants Radio. Hang on a minute, let's find that. A conservative online station in Texas. Raging Elephants Radio. Meanwhile, police are to step up security at the next Drag Queen Storytime, which is held at the <coughs> library each month. The event has attracted protest- protesters from anti-LGBTQ conservatives and well, uh, as well as counter-demonstrations from supporters. <coughs> Can the kids not just hear the stories? <coughs> Can we play the adverts? Because I've got a frog in my throat. Oh, blimey. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. 0344 499 So I found Raging Elephants Radio, right? And their website is a mess. Look, I can't talk because if you've seen the Talk Radio website, let's say the Raging Elephants Radio website is even worse than ours. That's how bad it is. But. I found kind of a news story that is, I, I think is sort of connected, but not exactly the same, on the Raging Elephants website. Right. <clears throat> Houston-based conservative culture warrior Tex Christopher, who looks like um, Larry Sanders in his picture, has filed a lawsuit in district court to stop the drag queen storytime events for children at the Houston Public Library. Christopher has risen to prominent... I mean, this is a, this is a completely whack job radio station, has risen to prominence in Houston for leading efforts against former Mayor Anise Parker and her neo-morality H-E-R-O ordinance. More recently, Christopher, and I want you to try and find this organiser, these people, I don't have a name, but Christopher has focused his efforts on stopping the proliferation of sex robot parlours in Houston. Wow. Can you find me a sex robot parlour in Houston, please? Um... 
For several months, HPL has been scheduling drag queen storytime events and the Conservatives have been fighting back. Christopher's lawsuit argues the government is in violation of the First Amendment by promoting a religion. He believes that the neo-morality movement is actually the practice... Um, well... Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. There's, 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 there's a bit of audio of him talking to a presenter on... Uh, well, let's, let's see what this is. I'm not sure what this is. Hang on. This is... Oh, hang on. Hang on, hang on. We've got two, I've got two things open at the same time. Let's have a... I need to close... Cause we, I've got the live feed from the radio station as well. So let me just stop my tuner. There we go. Right, then we should be able to hear this. Here we go. And it's so perfectly... I was wrong. Um, on the girls from Texas. No, hang on. On Raging Elephants Radio. The rebellious voice of Texas Liberty. The revolutionary voice. Playing live. Claver. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Texas Liberty. Oh, I was playing live. And you just that voice... That's playing live there. Hang on. Of uh, Texas National Movement, Nationalist Movement, TNM, whose Susan Dantzler is a member of... Right, that's like, I don't know what that is. Okay, that's, um... The official party is going to be the Democrat Party, and that's what makes all this wrong as well. And uh, I'm the first one to tell somebody... So this is Tex Christopher talking. This is, is pre-recorded, but I'm and trying to find... Wrong, and I'm calling you out on it. Right. <clears throat> Text Christopher files lawsuit to stop Houston Public Library drag queen story time. Text Christopher interviewed by Apostle Claver T. Kamu Imani. Uh, it may be his first time, second time, third time. I don't know. I got to find out. Text Christopher is a local cultural warrior here for the Lord Jesus Christ Aye. in the Houston area. Ba, 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 now, ba, ba, ba. Raging Elephants Radio contributor Tracy Shannon. Uh, is an ally of uh, Tex Christopher. And um, we've got something crazy going on down here in, in Houston called Drag Queen Storytime at the Houston Public Library. Tracy has been keeping us up to date sort of on what's going on. I haven't talked to Tracy in the last couple of weeks, so it's great to have Tex on because um, he's going at them right at their, just going right at their grill, going right for the midsection. Going right for the kill. That's shot. where the this penis is. Legal action on this matter. <laughs> Tex, welcome, my brother, to Raging Elephants Radio's conversation line. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Raging Elephants Radio conversation line. Today. Thank you so Jesus. much. Now, now, I think this is the first time perhaps we've had a conversation on my particular air shift, but I, I don't think this is your first time on Raging Elephants Radio, is it? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. Oh, good. I've been uh, on the show. Over By the way, if, if George Galloway does get the boat okay, from here, good. this sounds like it, it could be great for him. He could get in with these guys. I, I, I would be embarrassed <clears> if it was the actual first time ever with all your activism. Um, Tex, a, a real rodeo cowboy, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, once a rodeo cowboy, always one. Tex, um, you have built up a, quite a reputation of being a cultural warrior. Don't fool the bit. Uh, sex robots coming to America. There we go. <laughs> Just jump to the right bit. Hang on. There we go. That God calls us to be and to be warriors for him. And the opportunity to be able to stand and to protect women and children and anyone that needs a voice, someone to draw a line in the sand, as we say here in Texas, and say, not say on my watch and back off. Uh, don't mess with us. Uh, this was just another perfect opportunity. Uh, I was leading the charge to defeat uh, sex robots coming to America. 
I mean... I was leading the charge to defeat sex robots coming to America. Like an actual invasion of sex bots. We know with what. Mm. Texas and Houston. And a city councilman uh, reached out to me, Michael Kubosh, and he goes, man, I know that you're so uh, against these sex robots coming to this country, but he said, I need your help with these drag queens reading to our children. And uh, that's all it took. And uh, I'm like, what? What is going on? And then um, the only way that we're going to make a change is to come at things from a legal way. And that's exactly what we're getting to do, Apostle. And uh, we're leading, motivating, and inspiring other men to take the rightful place in their own communities. And the opportunities are all around us. The question is, are we going to take a stand or are we going to sit and watch? Stand against what? Just men as well, have you noticed? Yeah, I don't understand. Stand against what? This type of thing. I don't get it's it. Where he equates the sex robots with the drag queens. Well, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get what the stand is. Text Christopher is my guest here on Raging Elephants Radio. Text, um, we just want to go back and let people understand what, what's what been going on. Um, this necessarily wasn't snuck in under the radar. Uh, drag queens... Listen, darling, you cannot sneak drag queens under the radar. They, they are huge! <laughs> Going to the Houston Public Library and reading to two, three, four, five-year-olders um, and younger wasn't snuck in under the radar. It was highly publicized, and the media took to it. Um, the first media accounts wasn't necessarily, I wouldn't call them um, indictments. They were sort of matter-of-factual, matter if you will. Yeah, I I'm really struggling. The media were matter-of-fact about it, were to they? To get my head around what the problem is. Are they worried? We, we, we know from the first caller that they're worried that they're going to turn the kids gay. Are they, are we, we, I guess there's a, is, there seems to be a hint that they're going to get molested as well. Yeah. That's what this James Green was suggesting. I'm so confused. Let's carry on. This is good. Um, I'm enjoying this. But it, it certainly outraged portions of the Harris County community, and um, you were part of it. I think Dr. Stephen Hotsey has spoken out against it. Just don't take your kids if you don't Exactly. Want... I don't think it's compulsory, is it? If you, if you don't want your kids being read to by a drag queen, we just don't... Why... Why, why is it any of their business? This is great. against it and others. Where, where does the fight stand right now, Tex? Uh, yes, sir. Well, the uh, fight stands in taking it into the courts. And so uh, I'm a good old country boy, good. apostle, and uh, you don't go and talk to the snake. Uh, you cut the head off the snake. That's just how you take care of business. He's obsessed with snakes. And so the facts <laughs> are is that uh, the facts in the case are undisputed matters of public record. Uh, the case presents itself as a emergency here in our community. In July 2018, the public library, in conjunction with the American Library, uh, library Association, they took the initiative to partner with a non-secular organization. And we're we'll jump forward quite Paris. a bit. Okay. And about it's okay to to feel this way if you're a boy. It's okay. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go back a little bit. Here we go. Not science. Ideology is the key word. Second, it's there to entice minors to open the door to adopting the GLBT lifestyle through sexually suggestive innuendos and reading these uh, books 
about uh, uh, boy mermaids and about it's okay to to feel this way if you're a boy. It's okay to go ahead and, and want to be a princess. And all of this is ideology, and that is the separation of the scientific facts versus the religion of human secularism. And now what it is is we have this call, literally, that's all around the globe. This thing started in San Francisco. It's been up in uh, New York. Now it's down here in the great state of Texas and Houston. And they're wanting to go ahead and make this a strong focal point here in Texas because as Texas goes, not only goes our nation, but so goes the world. And so this has been taking place. And there's other, uh, um, other entities that are coming along and supporting this movement. And that's what makes it a religious movement. Did you hear that? So he thinks that where Texas goes, the world follows. Oh, Flip it. Yeah, right, We're mate. all screwed. Yeah, let's go, well, let's, let's quick, go on. The good news for him yeah. is that the City Council of Houston, Texas, unanimously passed an updated ordinance Wednesday that effectively blocks the proposed sex robot brothel. Oh, so yeah. the world is safe. Unlucky. Good evening, Sandra. Hi there, how are you guys? Okay. I'm shocked that the world is full of idiots like Tex oh. Cunningham and um, Tex oh. Christopher. And um, we're going to be listening more to uh, Raging Elephants Radio. We'll go live to them in a little bit. How are yeah, you, Sandra? How are you, Sandra D? I am great. So you coming to Glasgow soon? We're coming to Glasgow. I've got to sort it out. Uh, June, I think, hopefully, we're going to come to where the Burnt Church Film Club used to be. Oh, that's great. And that's great. we're going to hopefully do a night there in, in June. But I've got to, I've got to go the back and confirm duck. the date. Yes, the Flying Duck. Flying we're going to be there. We're coming. We're going to do a show, and it's going to be great fun. Oh, that's great. I'm really pleased. Can I just tell you, I mean, you're talking about the stupidness of people. Yeah. I was at a gig tonight. I don't get out to, to many gigs these days because I'm quite ill. Yeah. Um, I don't want to mention the name of the person, right, because but he's one of my heroes. Yeah. Um, and it's part of Celtic Connections in Glasgow. Right. Um, and this guy um, was amazing. He was absolutely amazing. He got up and a lady was dancing yeah. in the seat. A uh, security guard came and remonstrated with her. Remonstrated, and you say? She, she didn't sit down. And then he came back in with two security guards and manhandled her out. Oh. <sighs> wow. I don't know. Why I don't know. you want to mention the artist? Well, okay, I will. John Grant. Who? John Grant. I don't... I don't know John Grant. Oh, you have to listen to him. He's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. Top his game. Give me a song. Was he in, was he in a group? Called Desires. Um, a Signore Weaver. Um, Green Ghost. John Grant. Um, he's an American uh, singer-songwriter. GMF, GMF, he's brilliant. I like like his look. I'm seeing a picture of him. He looks like a cool guy. I like the beard. I like the hair. Oh, yeah, he looks like me. He looks exactly like me. He's he's, he's like a slightly (laughs) less better looking version of me. (laughs) But I like him. And um, so she got got, um, turfed out just for having a little boogie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was just like flabbergasted. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, security guys. Right, right. Here's the thing, security guys. If someone whips out their phone to um, to film something, just let them film it. It's 2019, for crying out loud. Everyone's got a video. It's not like bootlegging in the 70s and the 80s. Everyone's got a camera on their phone. It, it's more disturbing you going, no, mm-hmm. stop, stop it, and then going standing I, I, in front I, of them. I, just I, let them I, film I, it. I, 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 
I, I would stop from filming, and other people were as well. So. Let them film it! Let them film it and let them take pictures of it, for God's sakes. It does the artist no harm whatsoever. Yes, in the 70s yeah. and the 80s, it probably cost them a few quid. It does them no harm whatsoever. Most artists don't mind it. Uh, you know, if the artist comes out and says, oh, please, I beg of thee, don't film us. All right, maybe. But otherwise, let them film it, let them take pictures. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't, I didn't do the, the venue very much good and the security company, you know, um... But the guy was amazing. It wasn't to John Grant. You all love him. All right, I'm gonna, I'm, this is my weekend. I'm going to tell the boys, get lost. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want anything to do with those losers. <laughs> it's John Grant. Um, and then I'm going to listen to Eddie Grant. And then I'm going to listen to Barry Grant from Brookside. I'm doing the Grants. Barry Grants. I'm doing the, I'm doing the Grants. <laughs> hey, nice uh, one, Sandra. Well, listen, as soon as we have okay. a date, I will let you know. Oh, that's great. I'm glad you're coming up. I don't know if you knew, by the way, the stand are getting turned into student flats. Sorry? You've you played before. It's getting turned into flats? Yeah, student flats. Is it closed down now, then? Well, they're closing it down now. It was in the paper yesterday. Oh, no! I know. Remember, we were talking about that when you came up Oh, no, that's terrible. That's a great little venue, that. I know, I know. Oh, flipping it. Well, that's that decision made. We were unsure exactly where to go. Well, that's the decision made. Oh, that's lousy news. Oh, mate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Sandra, thanks for that. Take care. Tutty, bye. Oh, that's a real shame. Closing the standing glass, going to turn it into flats. That's a lovely venue. Mm, it was. Though they made us buy posters that they didn't put up. It cost us 100 quid, but it's still a lovely venue. Maybe they'll find the box that the posters are in and we can have them. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Okay. That's enough messing around, boys. Let's um. Let's oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. How are you feeling? Are you feeling? I'm feeling a bit flat. First sparky first hour. I'm all right. Oh. I'm all right. I feel a bit. Oh, let's um. Let's listen to a bit more of um, what's that radio station called? Wreck It Ralph Radio. <laughs> Raging it? Elephant. Raging. Um, it should be called Raging Bulls. Raging. This is, we're going to go live now. This is a show called The Girls from Texas. Let's have a little listen. Casting window shaking music. Right. Well, again, it's just lost its importance to over time to the people who should be caring about it most, which would be San Antonio, because San Antonio is no longer controlled by Texans. Um, it's con- it controlled by the Jews. Begin with, the Alamo should never have been given into the hands of, you know, at the time... The homosexuals! ...under uh, Jerry Patterson. But Jerry Patterson wasn't going to be there forever. That's right. And it was not a well-thought-out... Pl- uh, pl- um, this this, this is right-wing... I don't know what they're talking about, but the, I think I think I found my new favorite radio station. <laughs> this is, I think this is it. Ooh, that was a Freudian slip. Governor Perry at the time, it just wasn't well-thought-out. Um, Perry got irritated... And, and said, hey, do you want it, you know, um, Commissioner Patterson? Commissioner Patterson said, uh, okay. He took it over, and he did fine with it. He left it in the hands of Dodge Republic, but he wasn't going to be there forever. Oh, oh just what, lousy. Things okay. to politicians that can use these things later for their own benefit. It should have yes, stayed... It should have stayed in the hands of the Daughters of the Republic with an oversight committee in the Texas Senate. That's the way it should have stayed. And, and you know, ideally, um, it oh, could be oh. put on, under the custodial ship of Texas Parks and Wildlife, like the San Jacinto Monument. Yes. All right, that's quite boring. I want to talk about more about gays in libraries, and then we find them up. What the hell? I'm a gay librarian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I managed to turn so many people. I like having books. sex with books. Um, I would like to encourage children to be having sex with books. That's what I'd like to do. Gosh. Deal, deal with it, guys. Terrifying, terrifying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the way it goes. That's what you got, Boily? I've got this bizarre device claims to dry your dog in minutes. Here's where you can buy it. Okay, I'm in. Uh, if you've got a wet dog and you're wondering how you're going to dry it, here's the solution. If you're forever having to wash your dog because they can't seem to stay out of the mud, you might want to keep reading. Okay. There's nothing quite like a freshly bathed dog. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Let's hear about this thing. Yeah. Uh, apparently there is. It looks a little odd. Okay. It looks like a sleeping bag. Or a... You know those boil those bags that you put over your boiler? No. The sort of insulating bag things. On your boiler? You mean on your immersion heater? Or whatever, you It's different from your boiler. Oh, yeah, your boiler's the big square thing that looks like a fridge. Yes, and by the way, can I just say, um, I've got a new boiler, and it really is very efficient. On, on with your story. I thought, I thought I was going somewhere with that, and actually it's quite a boring fact, but it's no, true. But it's interesting. It's really efficient. You get yourself a new body, you realise how inefficient you are. Very efficient. A company called Puff and Fluff have created a special dryer which they say reduces wet dog odour, dries your dog, and warms your dog after a cold winter walk. The item is a synthetic coat, and you put the dog in and then attach a blow dryer through a nozzle, and the warm air circulates the pet's body. I quite fancy one of these for myself. 
<laughs> we saw. There's a great documentary on Netflix. It's not great, actually. It's it, it's a very it's a fun distraction for ninety minutes. The documentary about the cat competition in Canada. Oh yeah. It's not a great film. It's not like the fire documentary, which is brilliant. Catwalk. But it. it do you know what? It, it, there are worse ways to spend ninety minutes. I loved it just for the fact that one of the hero cats was called Oolala. Yeah. It's spelled Oolala. Oolala. And there's they 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 bathe their cats. They're bathing in the bath, and the cats don't mind. Well, one of them, one of them doesn't mind. One loves it. The other one has to be strapped in. Just like they've got the collar, the, the collar, and it's which is attached to the bath. But then, um, then they put them in a cage and then just leave a hairdryer blowing on them for like an hour or something. It's some film. The cats were very placid, considering how much messing about was going on. Because well. the cats I've known would not have stood for that kind of behaviour. No. I mean, they were, they were kind of um, shining their noses up, and. Fluffing their hair. Yeah. Um, listen, uh, don't take that one, please. Uh, don't take that one, please. I think, I think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> put the phone down. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I feel the vibe has, has left me. The, okay. the, the gift, the, the spirit, the Holy Spirit has left me somewhat. Okay. So um, let's, I need to kind of, let's the reset. Last, for the last 15 minutes, let's, let's, let's do something. Um, I want to say take calls straight to air, but that feels that feels a little bit old fashioned and a little bit. Um, um, is that the same? Is that the same one? That is the same one, isn't it? Or not? Yeah, it is. No, I don't take that. No, mate. Not if, not if you're going to phone up and do a bomb threat at a radio station. If that indeed is you. Yes. No, thanks. Um, so what are we going to do? Um, what do what should we? What can we do for the last fifty minutes? The is I just feel going through news stories and stuff. I've got chat. It's fate, but I want to do that joyously. I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's not a standby. That's that's a show in itself. Yes, that's a show in itself. What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? Um, I know what we're going to do. This is exactly what we're going to do. It does involve call straight to air, so it is a little bit of a cop-out. I'm done. I'm spent. I'm a spent force. I have nothing more to give you this week. I gave you the rock and roll. I gave you the best years of my life. Well, hang on. I think that's a Gary Glitter lyric, and in which case I apologise to anyone offended by that. Um, So I'm going to hand the show over to you, dear listener. I'm going to... And it's slightly tricky because I haven't got all the songs here, but I'm going to play some kind of psychedelic ambient music in the background and i'm gonna you're gonna phone up straight to air 0344 499 1000 and um you're just gonna come on and do whatever you want to do and if i feel the need to you can take that one and call that one back please thank you matthew um uh, and if me and kath feel the overwhelming urge to chip in we will but otherwise, we can do this, I think. Otherwise, the last 45 minutes of the show, before Killer Kellner, he's killed a man, the last 45 minutes of the show are yours. To do with as you want. I always think when it's been snowing, it's a weird, there's a weird vibe, isn't mm-hmm. there? I mean, and I tell you partly where the weirdness comes from. It's because everything sounds different. It muffles the sound. Everything sounds. You go out in a street that's covered in snow. Or in the woods that's covered in snow. And everything just sounds completely different. Yeah. And I think it drives you a little bit crazy. This is why there's so many murders in Alaska. Because you go you go nuts with that 
that that thing. So uh, leave leave uh, leave uh, the, 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 tell him to call back in a minute, please. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll take the I'll, I'll take the rest from here on in. So we're going to speak to Marty because he's called in from Canada. Cool. Then we're going to have a break. Then we're going to come back. I'm going to play some chilled out psychedelic music that I'm going to find on YouTube. So I don't think I've got all my tracks here with me. Um, and you're going to call in if you want oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll take calls straight to air, and you come on and do what you want or not. And we'll just listen to some chilled-out psychedelic tracks. It's that simple. Let's do Marty first, because um, he's called in from Canada. Good evening, Marty. Yeah. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Cass. Cass, popping out How for a second both? to have a, a cheeky fag. Oh. What can we do for you? Oh, a cheeky fag. Uh, hey, dude. Uh, well, good news. I had a great day yesterday. One, I booked a flight to go and see my son in Germany. Yes, uh, mate. Jawohl, Mark Schau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm really excited, dude. I'm going uh, on the 27th of February. Brilliant. Well done. That's great uh, news. For three weeks. So that's great news. Um, But I thought you might be interested, dude. Guess who I went to see last night? Mm, In Canada. Who did you go to see? Um, Kiss. You are going to see. Yes. Yay. Were they any good? Because Paul Stanley, I've seen clips of Paul Stanley from a couple of years ago, and he's lost his voice. Yes, his voice is gone. Nice. But the show was great. Because he can't the do any of the... Was great. the... It's cold gin time again! He can't do any of that, and it's all, <laughs> it's cold gin time again! He was trying. He was trying. Um, but the, the pyrotechnics, like the fireworks, were almost drowning them out. I've never seen so many pyrotechnics in my life. It was, I, it was ridiculous. I think the pyrotechnics are more important than the bands these days, if I'm completely honest. I, who cares? Who cares what they sound like? It's all about the show. It is. Yeah, well, it was a great show. But I, I also wonder, I don't think it's going to be their last tour. I think they're going to Of course it's not. Again, no, but... hang on. Their last tour was in 1996. Of course it's not their last tour. They just struggle selling tickets. <laughs> so they say, right, we're never doing this again. Um, and, and then that's that. Of course, of course it's not their last tour. Don't be such, such a muppet. Yeah. And um, what else? They played... Uh, they start off pretty good. Detroit Rock City, shout it out loud and juice. Don't, whoa, 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 don't, I don't want any more spoilers. No more spoilers, okay. I like right. I like to just rock up and see what's going on and experience it as it happens. But it was a good show. Brilliant show, dude. You're going to enjoy it. Oh, that was, enjoy that's it. all we bon, need. Bon. Marty, listen, I'm going to move on because we're going to take calls straight to air and we're going to play some lovely psychedelic music. Uh, this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Ollie, you're right. It's not been a classic show tonight. The last 40 minutes could be gold or it could be absolute dog shite. Who knows? And let's be honest, really, in the great scheme of things, we're all just filling time until we die. So who cares? You know, it's just filler. This, this show is filler. Um, the TV is filler. Everything's filler. We're just filling in the empty, boring, bland time that exists until we die. So, call straight to air. 0344-499-1000. If you want to call up, do whatever you want to do. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. I'm going to mix and match. And if you hear someone talking, that means you might be on air. So join in. And no one may call in. And you know what? That's the way it goes as well sometimes, you know? So uh, let's just see what happens. We're going to have a little bit of this. Here we go. I can see for miles played on a sitar. Yes, brother. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Tor Radio. 
Then you got to say something. Me? Yes. Oh, my God. Hello. I just wanted to say that you're my crush. Oh, dear God, save us all. I mean... Not, not, not today, thank you. Yes, line two. Oh, how does a caterpillar grow? Do you mean does anybody know? How does a caterpillar grow on a caterpillar all day long? <laughs> Goodbye. Yes, line three. Oh, Jesus. I mean... Uh, uh, just, uh, <laughs> uh. Yes, line four. That's you, Barney. Come on, Barney. Uh, okay, we're dealing with idiots. I mean, it's... Line five, you're on the wireless. Excuse me, mate. Is your boy lost his shoe? I don't think so. Why? Oh, well, I was just walking through your uh, front garden about to burgle your horse leak, and I saw a shoe out in the front garden. Oh, yeah, no, that is our shoe. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. OK, I'll, I'll leave it on the doorstep. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. That's, that's what we want. Yes, line five, you're on the wireless. How can it be culture week every Tuesday? Eamon Holmes, you're an idiot! <laughs> there we go. If you want to phone up and complain about the station, now's the time to do it, guys. 0344 499 1000. We literally don't care. We don't give a hoot. Yes, line six. Heads or tails? Sorry? Heads or tails? Um, heads. Damn it. Yes, man. <laughs> line nine, you're on the wireless. Hello, there, Ian. It's Eamon Holmes here. Oh, Eamon, I hope you're not listening to the show. No, I'm listening. I'm a big fan of it. Ruth's just in the bath and she's uh, pulling on something sexy for me for tonight, for oh. Big Boy. OK, well, that's lovely, Eamon. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ian. Thank you. Thank you. Gosh. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hello, line seven. You're on the wireless. I'm the greatest broadcaster in Britain. Reporting. <laughs> line ten. You're on the wireless. I'm a cougar. Thanks very much indeed. Line 
Fred and Rose West programme was pulled for legal reasons. We welcome line three to the show. Good evening, you're on the wireless. Good evening. I think it's about time after all this uh, repetitive, highfalutin conceptual, um, uh, annoying deposits being thrown about in political discussions. I think it's about time we brought things back down to earth a bit. So, um, Theresa May, the Prime Minister, her husband, he looks like Hank Marvin. Hashtag real talk, people. of Theresa May's husband. I need to fact check that because we may have just libeled someone. Yes, he does look like Hank Marvin. Hashtag real talk. Line seven, you're on the wireless. George, you're a fanny. Oh! Oh! Someone shot at me with my own gun! Wowzers! Line six, you're on the wireless. I've got an orange pair of overalls. And what are you doing with them? Orange is the new black, but that song's gone now. Thank you very much indeed. Sitting pretty in a row Lucy in the sky like Lucy in the sky See how they fly I'm flying Line three, you're on the wireless Odds or even? I'm going to go odds Oh, damn it Here we go This is it, this is it Ooh, bass break Stick around, this is where it gets funny. Let's go to line eight, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? We got a shy one. Come on. Uxbridge. Sucksbridge. Hello? Bottler. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Bum, bum, bum. 
444991000. My switchboard is empty. Guys, come on, please. spaffed out all our callers, which means we just get to listen to groovy psychedelic I mean, sitar music. That's pretty good. For the rest of the show. Uh, I, I, I'm particularly looking forward to listening to this. 03444991000. If you want to give us a call, you're very welcome. You're on the wireless. Red or black? Kath, you have a go this time. Uh, red. Oh, come on. Unlucky, buddy. Unlucky. Line two, you are on the wireless. This is a story all about how my life got flipped and turned upside down. I'd like to take a little bit to tell you that I was the came of town of Bel-Air. I hollered from a cab and when he came by, <laughs> oh, I need to read the words and throw it in again. <laughs> <laughs> honesty, I like the honesty, I like the honesty there, very honest. Line four, you're on the wireless. But all roads lead to Rome. But the A57 doesn't. That leads to workshop. I've never understood that saying, all roads lead to Rome. What is that about? What is that about? Romans built lots of long, straight roads, didn't they? Yeah, but they don't all lead to... Well, eventually they did. La- no, they don't. Yeah, because they walked from Rome. They had to go back. Yes, line one. Good evening. Welcome. You're live on the wireless. What can we do for you? Oh, it's sweep. 
Hello, sweep. Oh, dirty devil. Dirty bugger. Well, I did warn you, put some yogurt on it and let's not talk about it anymore. Surprisingly, this is a different person. This is Ananda Shankar. Like most 15-year-old boys, I liked the doors for about 30 minutes, and then I realised it was all dirty leather trousers, speed and bullshit. Like most 14-year-old girls, I thought Jim Morrison was dreamy. Yeah, I bet he stank. He never took those trousers off. I mean... Try line one. Good evening, line one. Hello. Aloha. Hang on a second. Sometimes, sometimes it gets a little bit sniffy here. Hello, line one. Ah, oh, man. Let me. Oh, man. What a. What a. I rebooted the system. Let's try line two. Hello, line two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right, well done. Well done. Here comes line three. Good evening, line three. Hello? What a time for the phones to stop working. Sweet Jesus. It's a phone-in show. The phones don't work. I'm being told that you might have been expecting a call back earlier on and didn't get one. Because the phones don't work. That's why. The phones don't work. Oh, man. If you didn't get called back and you meant to... Uh, the phones don't work. Jesus. Everybody, everybody's welcome to call in, guys. Apart from, you know, the drunk... The um, guy that told me to kill myself, the woman that pretended to kill herself, the um, the troll. Apart from them. Oh. Huh? I like that bit. That bit was great. Here we go, this one. Who do you think you are, Fat Boy Slim? Yes, man. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. You are all welcome. <laughs> Line six, you're on the wireless. Have you got a light, boy? 
Have you got a light? Thank you. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Hello. Could I do a poetic reading, please? You certainly can, even though poetry on the radio sucks. Away you go. Today is just another day, but is it? Who do you love? Who do you miss? (laughs) Who don't you love? Who don't you miss? What do you do that you love? What don't you do that you love? Most of us live as if we are immortal. In some ways, this is a beautiful thing, as it removes the parameters and restrictions of time. But sometimes we must realise it is also the very thing that imprisons our dreams. The now, the present, sometimes locked in our rigidity of our lives, we forget to remember that every second time is quietly having its way with us. It's actually a beautiful thing. It never tells us how to use it. Time never says, hurry up. Time never says, slow down. God gave us free will to do with time as we wish. But if there is somebody you love, and there is something you love, or or there's a place Jesus. that you love, go. Yeah, and go is a great idea. I mean, really. Line six, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's Nelly again here. I've actually found on the back of an envelope some lyrics that I must have written from about ten years oh, ago. I thought you were going to say they were written and... by John Lennon or something. Uh, no, okay. just me. Now, I'll, and I wondered if I could maybe could workshop them with you just very quickly. Please do. Think of them. Sounds wonderful. Them. Yes. I remember I, I rang weeks ago and I was giving you some northeast dialect, and yes. one of the words was Parmo, and this song is called Parmo Princess. Okay. So it goes. Palmo Princess, so glamorous. Oh. Audrey Hepburn dress, I need to impress. Hey. A Palmo Princess, she's wondrous. What's your address? I like your chest. Okay, oh, thanks so much, Grammy. That's that really is. Uh, wow. But it's I'm jumping Jack Flash, I like gas, gas, gas. Hello, line two, you're on the wireless. I am digging this groovy music, baby. Yes. Can we have some hot cakes as well? Not at all. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hi there. Hello there, line four. Hi, Ian. Okay, yes? Right, thanks very much for calling. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, ye canny shove your granny off a bus. Oh, ye canny shove your granny off a bus. Oh, ye canny shove your granny, because she's your mummy's mummy. Ye canny shove your granny off a bus. Thank you very much. My friend, Jay, the cameraman, taught Gene Simmons that song. Good work. There you go. Line six, you're on the wireless. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Where have you been? Unbelievable. Outrageous. Oh, it's 344-499-1000. Last three minutes of this nonsense, then we're going to have some ads, and we're going to come back and just do normal stuff. Three minutes. Oh, 344-499-1000. If you tried to call in earlier and you didn't get a call back, now is the time to call in, guys. The phone system is, like, 65% working, I think. Line two, you're on the wireless. 
make that 55% working. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. It's only a phone-in show. Line four, you're on the wireless. So here's the next next part of the oh, song. Oh, God. Um, inside, inside, there's a queuing. Outside, there's a shoeing. Then in from the cold, what a sight to behold. She gives me a grin. I let her push in. Okay, that's that's there. We're getting across the line there, guys. Line six, you're on the wireless. Jesus, this flipping piece of crap phone system and piece of crap. shit. Rubbish. Line seven, you're on the wireless. When I was younger, I once stopped at a girlfriend's house and her parents put me in a spare room. And when I woke up, I put the headphones on. I closed my eyes and I had a bit of a tug. Come on. And when I woke up, there was a cup of tea by the side of the Thank bed. you very much indeed. There we go. Let's try line two. You're on the wireless. Today, a nation of snowflakes has been ground to halt by a nation of snowflakes, <laughs> making a nation of snowflakes moan about a nation of snowflakes. <laughs> Thank you. snowflakes. Thank you very much indeed. Line four, you're on the wireless. This... Oh, I mean, right. Oh, Jesus. What's the point? What's the point? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Uh, we'll still take calls straight to air, but we'll remove the slight psychedelic vibe. Although it seems no point in doing a phone-in show if the phone system doesn't work. We were getting about seventy percent of those calls. Incredible. Well, Matthew says there are a couple of people who phoned in and they couldn't call them back, not because the phone system don't work. Imagine. So if you called in earlier on and you didn't get on because you didn't get a call back, call now. We'll put you on straight to air. If you called in straight to air and you didn't get on, we'll try and put you straight to air. But I cannot guarantee. Really what you're saying is if you're thinking about giving us a ring, give us a ring. 0344-499-1000. And listen, I know it's not important for the other shows because they don't get as many calls as we do. But wouldn't it be great to have a phone system? Uh, I don't know, work for a phone-in show? You know, 70% hit rate is poor. I haven't rebooted the system. I rebooted, and uh, it wasn't uh, happening. By the way, I got the money up from Aviva from a hundred quid compo to two hundred and fifty quid compo. Wow! I got a, I got a long phone call today, long apology, long detailed apology, going through every single point. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. They shouldn't. Uh, That's how they do it. Shouldn't have kids doing it. Shouldn't have kids doing apologies and things like that. Honestly, I was moaning about them earlier in the week. And I'm still, you know, I'm not peed off actually because he phoned up. He said, he emailed me on Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday, and said, I'm going to look through this. I'll give you a call Friday if that's okay. I said, fine, that's great. And he went through every 
single point. Beautiful. And I asked him, I said, look, you've listened back to the recordings. Was I, did I get, because if I got aggressive at any point, I'm really sorry. I, I know I have a tendency to get a little bit feisty sometimes. And he said, no, you've got, you have no reason. I've listened to it. You were fine. It was handled, it was handled badly. Inexpertly, in yes. Every single thing. You know, the woman said, um, you're being rude now. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to end this call. He said, she shouldn't have said that. You weren't being rude. You were frustrated, but you were calm. And you, all I said was, <laughs> the thing that caused her to say, I'm going to hang up was, I said, I've got a prediction for you. You're going to roll over and you're going to pay this guy's claim, whatever happens. Uh, you're being rude now, sir, so I'm going to end this phone call. Did she think that you literally said she was going to roll over? Know. Anyway, uh, yes, the 250 quid was great. Thanks very much. That'll help, that'll help pay the £100 speed in fine I got. And maybe buy a CB radio. It won't. I'm skint. It'll feed, it'll feed me and the cats. Um, uh, but it was. But he just went through every point. He said, right, this, this, this and this. And it was, it was fine. It's fine. So you do it. That, that. Um, I called them out for being um, jerks earlier in the week. I'm, I'm more than happy to call, call them in. back in mm-hmm. when they get it right. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. A little bit of the old uh, mouse. Um, Jasmine is nuts. So Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine's nuts. What's she saying? Just, just thinking. About how thankful I can be that I can lay in a bed eating sweets <laughs> while listening to one of the best radio shows, the talk radio, while hundreds of children in China and India are doing hard work sewing our clothes and building our mobile phones. Hashtag something to think about. Wow. Yeah, I think about it. You're nuts. You're crazy. Crazy lady. What sweets are you eating? <laughs> 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 I don't know, guys. Uh, listen, you, you've, you've been very patient the last couple of weeks listening to this. I think the show's been really patchy. We've had some great bits and pieces. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, yes, line one, go on. Hi, it's Dave in Manchester. Hello, um, Dave. To... Hello? Hello, Dave. Hello to both of you. Um, just like to share something that's tickled me today. There's um, a bunch of well, what I'd call right-wing cranks, have had a, a sort of conference a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, you, you'll know some of them, but not others. Yeah. Um, and afterwards, there's uh, eight of them in total, yeah. and they went out for a dinner, and these are the sort of people that would go bananas if, like, you know, if a school has a sports day and all the kids get prized. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, they've had and they're right. That's, the, that's exactly the kind of stuff we should be angry about. School sports days. <laughs> exactly. And they've had their own awards ceremony at this, at this dinner where every single one of them got a prize. Oh, oh. isn't that nice? For example, uh, Katie Hopkins was there. Oh. She got Journalist of the Year. Yes. Oh. What? Um, journalist? What? what? It's tweeting, <laughs> it's tweeting journalism now, is it? Flipping it. Well, apparently Tommy Robinson's a journalist as well. According oh, to that's, that's, that's enough of those. That, that we don't we don't like bad language. I'll let you get away with one, but not two. Thank you very much. She's got a line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Oh, here it is, Andre. No singing tonight. Instead, I've got the lippy on, and I'm going to blow you kisses. I wonder, I'm glad that sentence carried on. <laughs> yes. I'm glad there was an extra word at the end of that sentence, because I thought we were in trouble here. You blow me kisses. Uh, hello, line three. You're on the wireless. Hi, um, are your phones working properly now? Um, Can you hear us? 
Well, I can, but Ian, Ian's been saying nothing's working and nobody can phone in or something. I mean, just flicked on actually. So it's well, you're on, you're on, I, I, I can't. It's two. It's it's ten minutes to one on a Friday night. You're on the air now. Oh, cool. Yeah, you're talking to me and Kath, and the phones have been just a bit tonight. They've been a bit patchy, so some people called in and then didn't get a call back, and probably thought we were like uh, shunning them, and then we we're doing straight to air and. People, I was putting people through and they weren't connecting, so they're hit and miss. Well, hello to both of you, that's cool. Well, hello, hello. to you. Hello. I really missed you. I haven't been on for ages, I haven't been very well, but um, the last time I clicked on, yes. uh, there was somebody taking over your show, you're taking a day off or whatever, and then um, it all went a bit higgledy piggledy, and they were ringing out for McDonald's and stuff. Who was that? And uh, Oh, I can't remember his name. It was all a bit mad. Was that? It wasn't oh. last week, was it? It was. Yeah, that was the last one. Oh, it was either Christo uh, or Jamie. Then smells like Jamie. Smells that, like doesn't Jamie, it? kind of yeah, the kind of nonsense he pulled. <laughs> no, it wasn't Christo. He did a really good job. Um, <laughs> he did. He had Ken ringing in. You know, Ken, the Bible man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ken's not banned from yeah. the show. Ken doesn't call me because I call him out for what he is. Um, dangerous, oh, you know. I think Christo let him have it as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and a boy, a boy, Ken would certainly not like to take it from Christo if you catch my drift. Um, <laughs> 312, <laughs> but just just that number popped into my head for no reason whatsoever. Sorry, sorry, Julie, sorry. sorry. Uh, I thought uh, about a little topic. I didn't know what the thread was this evening. The thread. Um, the thread is disappointing. Off the show, because you have people ringing up saying, green, red and orange, it's a new black and all. And I thought, oh, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Anyway, so after the break, and he came back, and it's all back to normal with you two. Lovely. <laughs> Thanks so, very much. Oh, no, you're, you're going to say something? Okay, I'm, 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 I don't know if it is back to normal. It's back to normal in that we've got weird phone calls that yes. I, I struggle to follow. Yes. Well, I hope you don't deem me as one of them. But sort of thing about minor annoyances. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people who um, make judgments without being in full possession of the facts. Yes, that's what's called humans. That's what humans do. Oh, well, I witnessed something this week. I was with um, a, an acquaintance from work, yeah. um, and I went into a well-known shoe shop Clarks. where I live. Clarks. Oh, no, it's, it's another one. Mm. I don't like to say, but anyway, uh, we went in, and there was a lady... JB Sports. Dulces. No. Is it Dulces? No. Okay, all right. All right. Sh- was it shoe? No. I refuse to go into that place. Well, you do not spell shoe. shoe. You don't spell shoe. 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 You don't spell shoe. it like that. You spell it properly. Oh, you I... mentioned the office. No. Oh, that's a shoe shop. It the office. office. Is it office? Sorry? Is is it office? No, no. I don't want to say Thank you, Martin. I appreciate the input. Martin, there's Killer Kellner. Uh, right, go on. Tell us a story. Oh, <laughs> my we went in there, and there was a, a lady, all suited and booted, very posh-looking, very professional-looking, at the desk. yes. And the desk came up about chest height, yeah. and when we got to her, uh, she didn't look up. She could obviously sense that we were stood there. I was looking at a pair of shoes in the window, and I thought, oh, and if they got them, I don't know the shop, but I'll go in. Yes. Anyway, we waited a couple of minutes and everything, and she seemed to be busy under the counter. Oh. And then she looked up and I said, hi, uh, the shoes in the window, yeah, yeah. Could you let me know if you got them in a size five? So she said, if they're not out, we haven't got them. 
So I said, oh, okay. Well, um, could you show me where they would be out? Because I, I don't know you sure. Yes. But she went, mm mm-hmm, like that. Anyway, what? what was happening was she was filing the nails <gasps> under the deck. And we've gone and bothered them. She all, was filing her nails, and there could have been kiddies in that shop, and that would have encouraged them to become nail filers. That is disgusting! No, but it, it got worse. Anyway, oh. so I said, well, so, could you show me where they would be out, and then I'll have a look. Anyway, she huffed and puffed and blew the house down, and she took me round yes. and said, did it So these shoes that God, I was I feel like for, I'm living this, not in real time, but at half, a half speed, Yes. We finish. We finish in like two minutes. You know that, yeah? No. Do you want me to carry on or shall I shut up? Well, can you do it in two minutes? Well, I could do if you stop interrupting. Oh! Feel the burn. Go on then. Right, go on then. Do it. Do it. Okay. So anyway, she showed me where the shoes would be, and she said that up there, and it was like ladder height. So I thought, oh, I'll leave it. So my friend, I wasn't impressed, but my friend was like, oh well, anyway. Then we went around the corner into a vape shop where there was a young man there vape. with loads of tattoos, earrings, piercings, big long beard, everything. And this was it Sketches? No, you're just ruining it, you know. I'm not ruining it. Your story's ruining it. Was he doing his nails in the vape shop? This is a cool story, but you're not listening. I'm listening! The thing is, I'm listening, but it's gone on for five minutes and we've got nowhere, and the show's about to end and Ke- uh, Martin Kellner's going to do his. Well, it's going to end, because you keep gabbing on. Ted, just quickly That's jump to the end! Give us the punchline. The punchline is, the guy in the vape shop vape. Was, had lost tattoos, piercings and everything. He was the most beautiful customer service person ever met. Why wouldn't he be? Lazy, anyway. And he was just great. He showed us everything, helped us really, really well. I just lost the will to live. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry (laughs) you had to hear that. That was awful. I think it's immoral about, you know, posh shops, not necessarily best attitude. Anyway. We made it. Looks like we made it oh, once again. You, you made it. What yeah, well got? done. Whole Hello, week. Martin. What have you got? Oh, hey, that's what I've got. Look at that. The cranky's fan-dabby-dozy. I would have thought it was one word, but they've spelt fan-dabby-dozy as three words. Yeah, more or less three words there. And more or the, less. Their amazing true story. Uh, With I a did... forward by Max Bygraves. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, and I did promise last week that I would serialise it. Yeah. So this is a book at bedtime. Beautiful. We're doing uh, the true story of the crankies. And believe me, it's a true story. It's has all, it got... Uh, has it got all of the stories uh, so in there. Not all of them, because everybody I know yeah. who's worked in showbiz in the 80s or 90s has a cranky story. And they usually all end the same, yes. And they usually yeah, all Yeah, I've got end. someone who worked with them in Panto. <laughs> opened a door. Oh! Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. There's a lot of that. Someone join us! Indeed. It's okay. exactly it. So that... we're going to find some of the best bits. Lovely, thank you. You don't need to count me down, for God's sakes. I've been doing this counting me down! I've been doing this for 20 years. Never in my life have I needed to be counted down. I know when no. to end. Five. Now go! Four. Go! We're finished. You're late now. 